Tuscaloosa's longest running sports show. The biggest goal of our team, especially in the first half. We at Bama, we're trying to be the best. Always is to win a national championship. Something cool to look back on. We don't want to waste the failure. You're inside the game. The game. John Mechie on the ground. Appreciate your interest in the game. On your home for Alabama sports. And Alabama wins. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. And now, now, here's your award-winning host, Ryan, Ryan Fowler. And a big good afternoon to you. Welcome to the game. T-Town Todd at 100.9, 12.30 WTBC. Noah, I hope you're having a great day. We're certainly having a great day here in downtown L.A. live at Radio Row. And uh, I say that being singular Radio Row. Uh, not a lot of my uh, radio friends that have made it out here, but I know they're coming at some point. But uh, I looked down Radio Row and it's one table. And uh, that table belongs to Todd at 100.9 at 12.30 WTBC. And without these sponsors, none of this would be possible. So we open up Remax of Gulf Shores, Chuck Norwood, the Chuck Norwood team. It is 251-948-1212. Uh, you can simply go to chucknorwood.com. It is Remax of Gulf Shores. Whether you're thinking about buying real estate or upgrading or uh, right now the market has changed. I know I got an alert a couple of minutes ago that the interest rates have begun to uh, have started to adjust. So if you're thinking about buying or selling on the property, ChuckNorwood.com and over 30 years of experience and helping over 1,900 families throughout uh, his course of serving the Gulf Coast uh, community there. DanielMoreArt.com, Briars Spray Foam with Matthew Briars, open sale, closed sale. Blue Spring Living Water, Blue Spring Living Water, Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, and Bet You with a letter U where you can challenge your friends, free money, and you say, whoa, 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 we're in the state of Alabama. We are, and this is one of those that's legal. Uh, when you look at it, download the app and check it out. Bet You, uh, simply a free download in your iPhone store uh, we're going to have a lot of fun today, as we always try to do, all right? I mean, every day I say we have fun. We had a chance yesterday to talk with Sean Alexander, and we, we talked about a lot about the rushing attack of the University of Michigan. And then I had a surprise guest in there with Rico Beard. And you know what? I, I felt a little guilty. I know I told you this after the show that I said, you know, I, I and today I don't think this will be the dominant part of the conversation but if you if you did not get in your score prediction yesterday because I was a little guest heavy, even though I did say on Tuesday that say we would – I said I thought we would be a little bit guest heavy. We were not guest heavy on the 26th. We were guest heavy yesterday. Sean Alexander uh, responded to me and said, hey, yes, I can jump in and uh, we can do it coming up. Uh, at this time, and I was like, he said, can you call right now? I said, absolutely, I can call right now. Absolutely, I can call right now. And so we did, we did, and we, and we had Sean Alexander on, and I, I always learn a lot from hanging out with the legends of Alabama football. Today, we're going to feature some guests, but we're also, if you want to get your score in, you, you're welcome to do that. But today, it was about Alabama's offense going up against the Michigan defense, right? That was what the conversation was about, right? It was about that defense and what they can do. And I proposed the question to a couple of the defenders for the Michigan Wolverines, and th this is kind of like their response. 
Like I asked, I said, give me a team that you think compares, that you've played on your schedule, that you see similarities between Alabama and a, a team that was on your schedule. And they immediately uh, went to Ohio State. One player did. And then one player said Maryland. And it was, I, I almost was taken back a little bit by that because I said, I think I followed it up and I said, okay, elaborate on the Maryland side of things because, you know, we look at Maryland. We know them because they're going to be playing uh, the team across the state, right? Uh, when you look at the Auburn Tigers and when you think about Talia Tungvaloa, and he followed it up and he talked about Talia Tungvaloa. And listen, are we proud of what Jalen Milrow has been able to accomplish? Absolutely. I have covered, so it's not just where he's throwing a random player out there. And I love the Tongo Valoa family. Talia has broken some records in the Big Ten. But I also think that it's fair to go back and say, listen, Jalen Milrow's here and Talia Tongo Valoa is here. It, it's just not the same. It, it is total different style of quarterbacks. But it, it made the point when you think about it, you think about their defense, and I did notice this when I look at Michigan coming in, and I, I started kind of staring at some of the players, and I was starting to kind of, you know, size them down, right? I wanted to see because I did this a couple of years ago when Alabama played Notre Dame, uh, 2012. I remember looking, I went, man, wow, that is that's a small front, that's a small front. Um, just initially, I didn't see like this size that. I almost had that same mindset of size against Alabama. Okay, Alabama's big. They're physical. Uh, you know, we, we say Monsters, Inc. a lot when I put up videos. But when I looked at the Michigan guys and I started looking at these size, I'm like, hmm, man. And then I watched Jalen Milrow because he walked in after Michigan departed. So Alabama came in and we we listened to it and we had a chance to, to you know, let Alabama kind of talk you know, what they wanted to talk, but just watching the players and the mannerisms. Michigan's confident. They are. They are. But as far as comparing the two size differences, there is a significant difference in the players that they brought in. Now, you got to remember, these players are not wearing shoulder pads. They're not wearing helmets. They're just in, you know, a lot of the, the warm-up suits that you've seen, the Alabama uh, gray with the Script A logo and the Rose Bowl logo. That is what you know, they're wearing. Same thing with the Michigan. It's a little bit of a tan color uh, that they're wearing. So that's what, you know, see, so you're not like comparing, you know, it, you're comparing apples to apples. So, but the comment of the day came earlier today when, when you listen back at, at Jalen Milrow. And today we're going to play some of that. Uh, we're we're going to have a chance to, to dive back into that because he made a comment and I thought it was, it was one that we'd like to go back to because you know, when I look at Lank, let all the naysayers know, I started going, okay, we know that that was developed out of frustration, the noise, the doubt from we as uh, an Alabama community in Tuscaloosa from, you know, our job as media. I mean, we're not immune to that criticism. And, and I, I was talking with another radio guy. I said, you know, sometimes it's, it's a challenge, right? You've got to be able to criticize players. But I, I have to tell you what I see, right? I mean, that's my opinion. Whether it's one player praising a player or criticizing a player, you, you have to, you know, if I had a crystal ball, I wouldn't be living in Tuscaloosa. You know where I'd be, Noah? 
I'd be in Las Vegas. Woo! Because I'd what? Because I'd walk in and I'd bet on a player and I'd say, uh, "Hey, I want to take this guy and I want to take this team, and I'll put ten thousand that." So I don't have that crystal ball, okay? Uh, I don't have a psychic one nine hundred number, so I have to see what the eyes uh, tells me, okay? So when I look at this Alabama football team, I started kind of doubting. I started kind of wanting to understand where this saying. I mean, we've all seen the T-shirts, right? Let all the naysayers know. Lank, now you can buy it and you can sponsor it with the NIL. Uh, you can have a chance to, you know, to go and, and, and to purchase each T-shirt. So when you, when you think about that saying, I said, okay, does that come from the fans? Does it come from Twitter? Does it come from Instagram? Well, then today we kind of found out where it came from. And I go back to Bill O'Brien, okay? If, 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 if Joe over here wants to criticize Alabama or Sam wants to criticize Alabama, you, you're a fan. You're entitled to that. Uh, and I feel the same way if I want to criticize or praise a player, that I've got that right to, to share my opinions. But when you're a coach, yeah, you break those guys down, but you also lift them up. Today we learn that Bill O'Brien told Jalen Milrow he didn't need to be a quarterback. And I thought that was very revealing, not only for just the standpoint of this year, but also going back to, to the past. And, and it, it's, you know, how many times in your life have you been told that you couldn't do something? Noah, have you ever been told, Noah, you, you can't do that, man. You, you can't do that. There's no way, no way you can't pull that off. Well, you know what that does? That motivates you. Right? Does it not? I mean, it fires you up. And I think that's what the driving motivation behind this team, because I think they had a coach last year in Bill O'Brien. Remember, I've used the word lazy with Bill O'Brien. I thought Bill O'Brien was a lazy offensive coordinator. I thought his, his brother-in-law, Doug Marone, was a lazy offensive line coach. Shame. And, and, and when, I, when I heard that today, it just clicked for me that I just heard a confirmation. Because, see, it's not a reflection on Jalen Milrow. It's a reflection that he took that and used it as motivation. But really, it's more about, when you think about Bill O'Brien, he was not willing to adjust. He was not willing to take the game plan that Jalen Milrow can run and adjust that. And so now we're understanding that motivation. And something tells me, if he said it to Jalen Milrow, he probably said it to other players. He was not a great fit in Tuscaloosa. That was evident. Uh, when you think about Bryce Young, he won a Heisman Trophy. But really, he had an underachieving football team on his side of the football and even on the defense. Now, we'll get into that to a later day. But we'll take your phone calls. I know that audio has went viral. I was three feet away from Jalen Milrow when he said it. He said it with passion. He said it with energy. And you know what else he said? He said, I'll have the last laugh. I'm playing quarterback. I'm at the University of Alabama. Anybody want to update me on where Bill O'Brien is? No, we know. No, we know. I mean, I, I, that was a rhetorical question. But uh, when you think about the New England Patriots and you think about Bill O'Brien, man, his value and his stock has went down, 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 down. And when you think about I know New England didn't have a great year last year. But look at it now. I mean, you've got one of the greatest football coaches in the history of the NFL who's sitting here at 4-11, and their offense looks trash. 
I mean, it, it looks trash. But it also it, it explains where the development side of this has been, too. It also explains that maybe Bill O'Brien was a little bit lazy. And maybe that's the initial part of the season. It, it, so this team is using all of that doubt as motivation. You know who else is doubting? Vegas. They've still got Alabama and underdog. So this doubt is fueling this football team. We're going to dive into that. We'll talk to Rod Dior coming up in just a couple of minutes. We're going to have a chance to, to talk with him. We're going to take your phone calls. We want you to be a part of the show. we got tons of audio. Tommy Reese shared a lot of great things, and uh, we'll try to chime into that, and, and we'll add to it. Uh, I was here uh, with Tommy Reese. I, I listened to the defensive coordinator for Michigan. I'm going to share some things that he said. So we'll do that as we travel onward right here on the game. We'll take your phone calls. We want you to be a part of the show. Rod Dior coming up in just a couple of minutes as we are live here in, not in, we're live in Tuscaloosa on Tide 100.9, but wherever you may be, Tide109.com, Tide109.com. And then also, uh, we're live here in LA. And our coverage this week presented by DanielMoreArt.com. Remember that code word, the game in 1926, the 25 season, Alabama scored 20 points against Washington. 20 points. They beat Washington 20 to 19. In honor of that game, Daniel Moore Art has given us a special discount this week on any of the products. Whether you're buying a 2024 calendar, whether you're buying a mini print, or maybe you're buying the, the fourth and 31 play. The Grave Digger play. You know, we actually talked with Isaiah Bond. He was a part of that uh, play. And you can find that at DanielMoreArt.com. The 20% discount applies to any of those products. It's DanielMoreArt.com. It's Blue Spring Living Water. It's Taco Casa. It's Chicken Salad Chicken. It's Bet You. Alabama currently uh, going to be going through practice here in the next uh, 15, 20 minutes. We'll try to provide some things from that as well. We talk to Rodney Orr next. T-Town Tide 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A new year, a new road work ahead in Tuscaloosa. Al Knott will close 100 feet of Oscar Baxter Drive on Tuesday, and it will remain closed until January 26th in preparation for construction of the new flyway bridge on Highway 69. Brandon Powell has been charged with capital murder in the Christmas Day shooting death of 21-year-old Jalen Carter in Utah and Green County. And TPD officers spent the better part of last evening searching for items discarded by a driver during a high-speed chase. He ended up crashing into a light pole. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Don't miss out. BBQ.com, Dreamland Barbecue. Since 1958, Coach Brian arrived at the University of Alabama. So did Dreamland with Big Daddy's Barbecue Hickory Smoke Ribs. If you're talking about catering for that big tailgate or maybe it's just that family gathering or that small office party, you can do it at either location. You can also order online, carry out, curbside pickup, delivery are now available. It is DreamlandBBQ.com. We do our score prediction every Tuesday and Wednesday, made possible by Dreamland. That wonderful hickory smoke barbecue ribs. How about the Big Daddy barbecue sandwich? Those wings are underrated. They're one of the best in town. You'll find them there. How about those barbecue baked potatoes? Absolutely. Either location in our immediate area, Tuscaloosa and the original location there off Jug Factory Road, downtown Northport, Dreamland. Ain't nothing like them nowhere. <laughs> 
Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight, 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Of the game here in Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, 1230 WTBC. We are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325 Skyland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. If you're looking for a new Tundra, if you're looking at a new Tacoma, how about a Forerunner? How about a Camry? How about a Corolla? Some great interest specials right now, but really when you combine the inventory, that is where right now. When you think about uh, this dealership, when you think about what is happening uh, over two and a half years, it has been since they've had the inventory that they've got right now, and it's happening right there at Tuscaloosa Toyota, TuscaloosaToyota.com. We're taking your phone calls. We want you to jump in, and right now we'll go to Rodney or TiterInsider.com, and then the phone calls, literally, they're jammed up, as they should be. Alabama's getting ready to play for a chance to go possibly compete for a national title. Rodney Orr, TiterInsider.com. Rodney, I hope you're having an incredible day. Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Hey, Ryan. How are you? I'm great. I hope you are too, man. It's uh, It's been a good day. been a good day. And, uh, you know, as you know, media availability opens up a lot of content. And, you know, getting a chance to listen to Tommy Reese, which we only a couple times a year, is, uh, is a ton of fun. And, He's had a lot of good stuff, a lot of good stuff and a lot of energizing stuff uh, surrounding, you know, this Alabama football team. But uh, anything that, that maybe he said that grabbed you or anything that maybe you've had a, a chance to listen to or, or, or hear about? Well, first of all, I'm, I'm really just now going through all these interviews. Sure. Uh, but, uh, you know, a couple things. One thing jumped out, you know, obviously I, I thought he handled, Tommy Reese handled things very, very well. And. You know, he's talked to, talked about the uh, development of this offense. Uh, you know how it kind of evolved, and you know Jalen Milrow, and it it, it kind of lined up with exactly what we've talked about for several weeks now. You know, Ryan, they just entered the season trying to figure out who's the quarterback. How can we build an offense around a quarterback? And if we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be, uh, there were a lot of questions about this offense. There were a lot of questions about the quarterback, not just Jalen Milrow. But the other guys, too, and, you know, they were still trying to figure that out. Nick Saban made it really clear, very clear, uh, going into the season that this was going to be a, a position that was going to be uh, developed throughout the course of the season, and, and, and the guy who started the first game may not be the guy who ends up that guy. Well, you know, they tinkered around with it early. They finally figured out, okay, Milrose, the direction we're going, so we're going to build some things around him, and, you know, things evolve from there. Uh, I really don't think it would have changed the outcome of the Texas game, uh, it, it, Ryan, because you know it was just the, the, it was just where they were in terms of the development. 
and, and knowing who the personnel was going to be. And the offensive line had to develop. So I say all that to say I thought Tommy Reese handled that part of it really well and said, you know, once we got it all figured out, uh, we knew the direction we wanted to take and things have just gotten better and better and we've improved, uh, you know, over the course of the season. The big comment is the one from Jayla Milrow that uh, we heard today, and it really is a reflection on on Bill O'Brien, right? I mean, he, he said, you know, that somebody was asking the question, and we were kind of circled around Jayla Milrow. There was, you know, a half a dozen reporters, maybe a, maybe a few more, uh, that was circled around him, and he said, you know, let me ask you about this link, right? The let all the naysayers know. Where did that come from? And he said, have you ever been doubted? And he said, well, I was doubted by my own offensive coordinator. My own offensive coordinator didn't think that I should even, you know, play quarterback. And and so we, we were, I mean, it was almost like, whoa, what did he just say? And then, you know, because I think a lot of people talked about that uh, maybe in years past, right? Um, obviously, Jalen has, has proved to a lot of people that doubted him wrong. I mean, listen, I, I'm, I'm a guy that, you know, maybe I was not as critical as some, but I was not as complimentary as some as well. So I was kind of in the middle, uh, and I think that's what we have to do as an analyst. But then the follow-up question came. He said, hold on, did you say your offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, didn't think he wanted you to change positions? And he said, yes, he did. He, he told him that he didn't think he could be a quarterback. Um, what's your reaction to something like that? Yeah, well, you know, again, I I think uh, you have to be really careful when you evaluate that because, uh, you know, it, it all depends. I mean, I, I think that Bill O'Brien was looking for a Bryce Young type guy, you know, sure. to fit his system. I'm going to go back to Brian Dable, you know, things I heard that he said that Jalen Hurts couldn't run his system. Uh, I think that's where Loxley came in and implemented some things that Hurts could do. Uh, you know, so it's just a different style of offensive coordinator, different style of quarterback that, that, that you're looking for. I, I don't think this is really, to me, people are going to say it's an indictment on, on Bill O'Brien. I don't think he really meant that in a way other than say, you know, hey, you know, I'm looking for a different kind of guy. And, and Bryce Young's that kind of guy. Uh, you know, and I think Dable said the same thing basically. Tua is, is the kind of guy that runs this system. Okay. But, uh, with all that said, uh, you know, uh, again, I, I think what they had to do here was to kind of find the things that J- Jalen Milrow was comfortable doing. And uh, I think that's the real key is that they found what he could do and, and that he could fit into. And he's had he's had a lot of success doing that. Uh, but, you know, as far as, you know, I, I really don't know what he means by, you know, he was doubted. Uh, I don't know what Bill O'Brien's take on that would be. Uh, I would really like to hear that, you know, because again, it could it could be that Bill O'Brien saying, "Look, you know, I think the kid had a lot of potential, but you know, for my offense, there's there's really nothing wrong with that. That's just the style of offense that that, that he ran and the system that he ran." Well, and also to be fair, and and as you said, I'd love to hear Bill O'Brien's response. And something tells me that that may get back and. He may have a chance to respond to that uh, criticism because certainly he's got a brand to protect as well. But sometimes coaches will say things to players to motivate them. Every player is motivated different. Absolutely. Uh, for, all, for all we know, Bill O'Brien could have been trying to find something uh, that Jalen Milrow, uh, you know, deep, you know, dig down deep. So yeah, we can all throw Bill O'Brien on the bus, and, and, and certainly we probably will the next four hours. But it, it, it's also a chance to. To say maybe he was trying to use some psychology on Jalen Miller. Well, too. And, 
And two, now, look, Miller was an incredible athlete. At that time, Bryce Young was a sophomore here. You know, he's going into his sophomore year. Uh, so there's a lot of different factors like, hey, you know, Jalen, maybe you could get on the maybe you could get on the field, you know, sooner, uh, you know, at, at this position or another position. I, I mean, I really don't know what it all entails. All I know is this, uh, you know, it, it worked out well. You know, it worked out well for all involved, and, and you know, Milrose doing a good job now, and, uh, you know, they, they've tailored some things to, to fit him, and uh, the question is now is is uh, this Michigan defense to me, Ryan, is, is how does he respond against – how does the Alabama offense attack a Michigan defense that's only given up 9.4 points a game, 87 yards a game rushing, uh, only 239 yards total uh, offense that Michigan's given up? And I know a lot of people say, well – you know, who are they played? They haven't played any really good offenses. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, those are still really good numbers, and they've made, if those are bad offenses, they've made them look bad, too. So uh, I, th- I think this is a really good, gonna, going to be a great challenge, I think, for the Alabama offense. I think it's going to be a great challenge for Milrow, and I really look forward to it because there's a lot of people who say, hey, you know what, Michigan hasn't faced anyone like Jalen Milrow. So, uh, you know, but uh, so I think it's going to be a real interesting matchup. Rodney, when you when you think about this Alabama football team and you, you think about the SEC, you know, that was something that was talked about also today of how the SEC prepares you for moments like this. And I asked one of the Michigan players with my own mouth, with my own words, I said, uh, I mean, it wasn't like hearsay. I, I looked right at him and I said, give me a team uh that, that you think is similar to Alabama that you've played in your schedule. He mentioned Ohio State. He said they look a lot like Ohio State. I went, okay. I mean, I just listened to him. And then I followed it up and I said, give me a quarterback that you think is very similar that you've played, uh, that you would compare Jalen Milrow to. And he said Talia Tongabaloa. He, he said Talia. Uh, so you asked that question. Uh, I asked it direct. That was, I mean, I, I was right out of my mouth. Yeah, I was just uh, reading that before you called, so. Yeah, and he said it was. He said I think it's uh, they're very similar to Talia Tonga Baloa. We've covered both mm-hmm. of them. Uh, is mm-hmm. it fair to compare the two? Uh, you know I don't know really what he was talking about there. Uh, you know, I mean, look, Milrose an incredibly gifted athlete. He's he's extraordinarily gifted. He, he's got great speed. I mean, and I don't think Talia's nearly the size, nearly the uh, you know, nearly the athlete. Um, that, that, that Milrow is, uh, you know, now again, I, I think that's not saying Talia doesn't have some, a lot of strength as a quarterback. It's just saying, I, I, you know, again, I'd be interested to kind of dig more into what, what the similarities are. Uh, but, uh, I would say no. I mean, I, I, I think that Milrow, uh, I, this is what I hope we see, Ryan. I hope we see Milrow cut loose with his legs in this game. Uh, because I think he, he could really do some damage, you know, uh, with his legs and, and, uh, you know, make throws as well. I mean, it's like Tommy Reese said, uh, we, we, the game against Texas A&M, we saw what Milrose capable of doing when he gets in a rhythm as a passer in that second half, when he kind of lit the Aggies up. Because don't forget now, if he had not been successful throwing the ball in that game, Alabama would not have won. I mean, that was a, a close game. It was 26-21, I think it was. And Alabama rushed for, what was it, 23 yards or something? It wasn't very many. Uh, they just struggled running the football. So uh, it's going to be real interesting seeing how Alabama attacks this Michigan defense. They may need Milrose not only his legs, but they need, may need him to have a lot of success 
throwing the ball like, uh, you know, like he did against uh, Texas A&M in the second half. So, Rodney, when you take a look at this Alabama defense against Michigan, let me ask you about stopping the run because I don't think it's a secret. Michigan wants to run the football against Alabama. Is there any concern? Because Alabama, at times, they've given up some big plays in the rushing attack. Uh, do you think that has been fixed? Because they did show a different uh, defense, and they were able to slow down Georgia enough to, to win the football game pretty comfortably. Well, I think, too, though, you know, the thing with Georgia, and it's a lot like Michigan, they're more traditional. You know, they're not going to be gimmicky or do some things, uh, uh, the, you know, I think I think you look at Hugh Freeze, he does some things different in the run game that, you know, get help them have success, uh, you know, against Alabama. Uh, did the same thing Auburn did against Georgia, by the way, uh, and had a lot of success. So uh, I think it's more traditional probably what we'll see um, in this game. So I think that, that that's going to be more favorable for Alabama. Uh, in this matchup, and I think that's the one thing is how does Alabama's defensive line hold up in you know in the run game? And they've been pretty good. Uh, are, are they going to be consistent? Are they going to be disciplined? Are they going to play with physicality? I mean, all of those things. Nick Saban always rattles off those things, and sometimes they the, the defensive front has has been a little bit iffy uh, at times, um, maybe in some of these games. But I think down the stretch they played a lot better. They continue to play better. And, uh, you know, I think they've got to hold up against the run. They really do have to hold up against the run because that's you know, Michigan Blake Corum has rushed for over 2,500 yards or around 2,500 yards the last two seasons. He's got 24 touchdowns. Uh, you know, he's a real tough guy to tackle. He's a tough guy to see. He's only 5'8", weighs well, about 215. He's real kind of jitterbuggish. He has, uh, you know, some quickness to him. And, and I'll tell you this too, Ryan, I, I think uh, – I think J.J. McCarthy, I, I really am going to be interested to see that matchup with him, the Alabama defense against the Michigan quarterback, because I do think he's a lot more talented as a runner than people kind of think or, or talk about. Uh, you know, he can hit a crease and go. I mean, he really can. He can be dangerous with his feet. He's got an extremely strong arm. He's completing 75% of his passes. You know, he doesn't have great, great numbers. He's thrown for 2,600 yards, 19 touchdowns, four picks. But, and again, he's been very efficient. I mean, you know, again, 75% completion percentage. Brian, they don't turn the ball over much offensively. They're one of the top teams in the country in terms of protecting the football. They don't have a lot of penalties. They're just fundamentally sound. And I think that's, you know, that's what one, that means Alabama offensively is going to have to be really sound too. What I mean by that is you can't turn the ball over. Uh, you've got to protect the football. Alabama's been better at that down the stretch. You know, Milrose protected the ball a lot better. So I think really to me, what, to sum it all up, I just think this is one of those games and, and I may be proven wrong. I think it's a tough, physical, hard nosed, old schoolish type game. Uh, that, that's probably going to be fairly low scoring. Uh, I picked it 24-20, you know, Alabama. So, uh, again, you never know how games are going to play out, but that's just kind of my feel of it. Rodney, did you know that the line was 44-and-a-half because you picked 24-20? to 20. By my math, that's that's 44. Uh, <laughs> the line in Vegas is 44-and-a-half. Did you know that prior to that prediction? Uh, honestly, I did not. I really didn't. So you're telling me something. You're making me yeah. feel better. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, it's just the, it's the handicap and odds. I mean, they've got it at 44 and a half. So they've got it right there a half a point away from where you're at. So 
But you do like Alabama to to, uh, to come out victorious and, and head to Houston to play for a national title. Uh, I, I'll say this, Ryan. Now, you know I'm conservative. You know, I, I know mean, I really – I was really, really concerned about the Georgia game, and you understand. You know, here's the thing. Um, uh, Alabama just beat the best team in the country. You know, I, I, Georgia. I think Alabama and Georgia and, and maybe Texas are probably the best three teams I've seen this year. Um, you know, maybe I'm missing somebody. Michigan would certainly, you know, all these teams that are in it are, are obviously really, really good. Uh, the, the, the thing that with, the, with Alabama here is, is just protect the football. Um, you know, play sound. That's the thing that really kind of concerns me the most is, uh, you know, playing really sound football and, and, and being able to slow down this Michigan run because you can't, you really can't give them anything. Uh, I just can't emphasize enough, um, you know, how I'm impressed with that Michigan's just been a sound football team. And Ryan, a lot of people say, you know, well, they don't have a lot of flash. No, they don't. But sometimes these teams that don't have a lot of flash, they're the ones that worry me the most because they're they're just so fundamentally sound. Rodney Orr, TitlerInsider.com, bigger than Bama, ba- uh, bigger than Bama. Rodney wrote this book just a couple of days ago, or I say a couple of years ago. He, he started writing <laughs> it a couple of years ago. It went to the press, and it has officially been released. Uh, Rodney, what's been uh, the reception so far? Well, you know, they were they were closing. They, they, they did a rush to try to get it out for the holidays. They started printing last week. And, Ryan, they, they, they went ahead and took some pre-orders and felt like, okay, we'll be okay with the, the pre-orders that we've, uh, you know, we're, we're taking. We'll be able to cover that. Printer's going to be closed, you know, during the holidays. And they had double the number of orders than they expected. So uh, I guess you could say it, it's gone pretty well. You know, it's gone Absolutely. better than – Absolutely. Congratulations. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that the the, uh, the publisher said he was really – not that he didn't think it would do well, but he said he, he didn't expect it to double what he his projections right off the bat. So, uh, you know, it's going real well. We've got a really good reception so far, and that's the good thing. And, and again, I, t- I want to emphasize while you give me the chance, and I'll make it brief, um, you know, it's not just about Alabama football. There's a lot of great stuff in there about the coaches that have been here, you know, the last 25 years from, you know, Dubose to Franchoni to Price to Shula you know, and all the behind-the-scenes stories and the recruiting stories and all of those things, and even going way back, you know, to when I was a kid growing up in Texas and as an Alabama fan, all of those stories are really, really there. Uh, but it all leads to the bigger story of life. That's the bigger story, bigger than Bama. And, you know, the things that happened, and, and you know, I've mentioned on your show before, Ryan, the, the addictions in my family, the loss of my wife to a drug addiction, a seven-year addiction, uh, all of those things, I give, I, I talk about that. I talk about the mistakes that I made as a, as a, as a man, as a husband, as a father, and, and what I learned from that. But also God's faithfulness. You know, Ryan, when we had our whole family, uh, our backs to the wall after the passing, my wife I had two young girls that I had to raise. I had other issues with other my other kids. Uh, a lot of things going on, you know. But just the faithfulness of God there. And when when I stood in my kitchen, overwhelmed by the the circumstances and i just said lord i can't do this but you can and and uh, you know i can't emphasize that enough uh again not everything changed instantly but he guided us through um you know he guided us through the storm and i really want to you know through this book i want to give that message to people who might be struggling 
Ryan, there's a lot of people, as you know, that are struggling with things that, uh, you know, they never open up about. So, so maybe this book, uh, you know, could be very helpful to somebody. Rodney Orr, TotterInsider.com, the editor, the founder of the incredible website. It is Rodney Orr. It's TotterInsider.com. Rodney Orr, TotterInsider.com. Bigger than Bama, you can go to TotterInsider.com. The link's right there. You can go to RodneyOr.com. There's a website right there, but uh, you can find him on Facebook and all the different things uh, that Rodney's a part of. Rodney, I appreciate you, man. I'll talk to you uh, hopefully next week when we visit. We're breaking down either Texas and Washington. Uh, if not, we'll cry together. I uh, hope you have a great rest of your day. <laughs> hey, Ryan, I appreciate it. You take care. <laughs> Thank you, Rodney. Appreciate you, man. Thank you. Rodney Orr, TotterInsider.com. We'll continue. We're going to take phone calls. Paul and Lincoln, first up in a couple of minutes. T-Town Tide, 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Hi, Barry at Midtown, T.J. Thomas. He's the Nick Saban of pharmacists, and if your pharmacist doesn't have an Alabama shirt on, you don't want him. 205-752-0627, sterile compounding facility, the only sterile compounding facility here in T-Town and West Alabama. All the compounding needs, the retail side, if you're looking for a pharmacy, many of those have closed here in West Alabama, and you're looking to transfer your prescriptions, PharmacyMidtown.com, PharmacyMidtown.com, conveniently located right there at the back of Midtown. You'll find the pharmacy at Midtown, a huge part of our show. Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. She's got himself a girl and I want to make her mine. And she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving with that body. I just know it. And he's holding her in his arms late, late at night. Hey, no one let me know what that you were chopping up a lot of that audio. And, and we can play that audio here. Because I want, I want to go back. Because I think Rodney did make me think. And that's what Rodney always does. I mean, I've known Rodney... Uh, I'll, I'll take you guys back way, way back with Rodney Orr. You know, I was his producer um, many years ago. We, we did a TI radio, and it was a brief time, but I, I did with uh, Gary and Rodney. I, I was their producer, so those guys I look up to. I learned a lot from both of them uh, being in this media business. How do you carry yourself? And, yeah, I've certainly developed my style and my personality, but I think when you listen to Rodney, the way that he breaks it down – you know, it does give me a chance to go back. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of split. You know, in one way, I'm, I'm going, man, Bill O'Brien, why, why would you do that? But you, you could say it to, you know, a player and, and you could be trying to motivate that particular player. So when I, and I begin to kind of think about it, okay, I mean, where do you, where do you stand? Okay. I've, I've given you my opinion. Um, you know, but hey, as, as Milrow said, look who's going to have the last laugh. I mean, guy was voted. Uh, as a Heisman, uh, what, five, six? Is it six? I think is where it was at. So when you think about Jalen Miro, I, it, no, if, if that audio is available, there's two different clips. You, you let me know. If not, we'll play it in the next segment. I know you're working on a multiple uh, different things back there, chopping up some audio. I appreciate no, we got that. It. But yeah, okay. All right. No, I appreciate it, man, because I know that was fast. Man, you cut that up real, real fast. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, let's, let's play uh, the clip and then we'll react to it. This is. Jayla Milrow here in L.A. as he was talking to the media a couple of hours ago. Even when I was in college, my own offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, told me I shouldn't play quarterback. So, you know, there's a lot of things I can, you know, have motivation on, and that is something I have motivation from. 
All right. There it is, Jayla Milrow, and that comment there. I've got one other, I believe, unless you've uh, pinned it together. Let, let, let's let's do the other one because that was uh, there's two different clips there sure. where he uh, he he kind of was doubled down and and I initially I heard it, but it, it it's almost like when somebody says something and it doesn't hit home. Uh, I know nobody else has that. Maybe I need to drink. Uh, some more of the Blue Spring living water, you know, that brain fog that I was talking about, the oxidated water that they're providing. Uh, maybe, just maybe, uh, I need to go take advantage of that, right? I mean, because it hit me a little bit. It's like, what? And and then one of the reporters walked back around and even got closer to Jalen Miller. And he said, hey, you said that Bill O'Brien wanted you to change positions. And this is how Milro responded to that question. Clicking together. What was your reaction to Bill O'Brien telling you that you shouldn't play quarterback? Do you remember how you felt when you said that? How would you feel if I told you you suck? Probably wouldn't like it. Okay, then. So that's exactly how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So, like, biggest thing for me, be true to myself and, you know, be stay the same. You know, nothing changed about me. Only thing that changed me about was I had the opportunity and I seized it. And so, uh, for me, you know, the biggest thing was just uh, stay true to myself and, uh, you know, add a bigger purpose to anyone's opinion. Is there a position? Wow. What a, what a great comment when you hear Jalen Milrow. Listen, regardless of who said it, why he said it, how he said it, they've used it as motivation. And that's what you do in life, man. I mean, how many times have you been told, come on, you, you can't do that. You can't do that. You're, you're, you're never going to do that. Um, heck, man. You know, and, and I'm not trying to compare me to Jalen Milrow, but I remember people say, why do compare you yourself to Say it again. Say it again. You should compare yourself. You're the Jalen Milrow of radio. No, no, I I wasn't talking about radio. I was talking, well, when I switched to go to the afternoons, I had a lot of my media colleagues like, man, are you kidding? You're going to the afternoon? You know who you're going up against? Are you willing to take that challenge? I did have some people there, but I mean, talking about going to Alabama. You know, you you and I, you're from Coleman. Uh, I'm from Blunt County. Uh, There's a lot of students in my area that they, they don't ever see Alabama as a dream, right? I mean, and, and it was a dream for me to come off of exit 73 and attend the University of Alabama. So I use that as a motivation. Come on, I, I can go to Alabama. Uh, I can go and get a degree from Alabama. And, uh, I even went beyond the, the undergrad side of things. So you, know, you use it. And I, this is obvious now where a lot of this comes from. You know, there's one thing to be doubted outside of your building. But when you're doubted inside your building, now that coach is no longer here. But now it's kind of it, – it's all connecting. It's all connecting. Paul and Lincoln, two minutes away. T-Town, side 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Tune in to Tom. DanielMoreArt.com as we celebrate special occasions, birthdays, anniversary, that Alabama fan in your life. It's DanielMoreArt.com. Christmas time upcoming. You want to celebrate that Alabama fan by visiting the website. All the great prints celebrating Heisman winners, great coaches. Nick Saban and Alabama has given us so many great moments to think about. And we talk about living rooms. Tua Tungavailoa, second and 26. Devontae Smith, Heisman Heights, Mark Ingram, Bryce Young, Nick Saban, Coach Stallings, Coach Bryant. 
DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word, The Game, gets a significant discount. you got to put it in, The Game, significant discount, DanielMoreArt.com. And we would also ask when you say, where did you hear about this? We'd ask that you would select The Game with Ryan Fowler. We greatly appreciate you going to DanielMoreArt.com. You're Inside the game on your home for Alabama sports, Tide 100.9, and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Let's go here to Paul and Lincoln. Paul, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man. Roll tight, Ryan. How's everything out in California? Hey, buddy. Well, I'll tell you what. We're getting ready for you. I mean, I, I've been out at the airport putting up signs. Welcome, Paul and Lincoln. So uh, <laughs> when you fly into LAX, uh, I mean, we're, we're going to put a party on for you, man. Well, uh, I hope you didn't put them in LAX because I'm flying into uh, Long Beach. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, we did it in Long Beach. Yeah, no. oh, good, good, uh, I mean, good, here, here good. I'm, I'm called crawfishing. Uh, that's, that's what that's called. But, uh, yeah, I, I did it in Long Beach. I just misspoke, uh, there. Yeah, so, uh, yes, uh, absolutely. We're, uh, we're actually flying out, uh, early, early in the AM in the morning out of Atlanta and looking forward to the trip. Uh, Ryan, I have no idea what, uh, what was said to, uh, 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 uh Jalen Milrow, but uh, whatever was said to him, what has been his football fuel? Would you not? Would you not say? Absolutely. Or at least that's what he's. That's how was he? That's how he interpreted what Bill O'Brien told him, uh, and he's used it for motivation. It's been it's it's been a chip on his shoulder really the entire the entire probably the entire off season. Certainly, the the uh, during the season, and it, it shows the, where he's come. And listen, I'm a novice. I'm certainly no expert, but to me, where he has come from spring practice last spring during a day to where to where he is at right now, it's it's been it's been leaps and bounds. So uh, I'm so, sure what O'Brien told him. Sure, go Can ahead, I add please. something to this, too? Because if Bill O'Brien thought that, let's say that he authentically thought that, okay, that he thought, listen, man, I'm wasting my time. This guy needs to change positions, okay? Let's just assume that what Jalen told us was accurate, and that's the what it – okay. So maybe that's why Jalen Milrow was so behind, because if Bill O'Brien didn't believe in him as a player, how much time do you think he spent developing him? How much time do you think – that is one of those, you know, when you talk about the spring, because he had a real quarterback coach, right? I mean, that's why we've right, seen him right. progress. Because I, I'll be honest with you, I've never seen a player go from where Milrow was to where he's currently at in a short amount of time. It's got to right. be him, but it's also got to be coaching. He got proper coaching. And a credit to, as much as we pray, you know, criticize Bill O'Brien, we also have to praise Tommy Reese. 
because he came in in a short amount of time and played catch up and he's got this guy competing for a championship. That is a brilliant job and I'm not sure I give him enough credit. And then and then you have to ask the question why did Alabama and listen this is all hindsight now. This is all in the rearview mirror and everything's fine now it's turned out uh it about as good as we could expect it but you you, you kind of go back and ask well why in the world did we go out and get Tyler Buckner you know if <laughs> if um because you know coming out of spring that there was certainly still question marks uh, with that quarterback room and then soon after spring's over you go out and get Buckner and then uh it, it's really a, a fascinating kind of um kind of scenario you know from from where we were say last april to where we're at now and the in the development of, of Jalen milro uh it's just uh it's really it's really fascinating to me to kind of you know go through the chronological order of things and uh but anyway listen we're here we're in uh, we're playing in the rose bowl monday and uh, it's all worked out certainly to it certainly worked out for Jalen Milrow, that's for sure. Um, Absolutely. And, uh, I'm just, Absolutely. I'm just excited to see him, uh, to see him, to see him play uh, um, Monday afternoon. Paul, but. today was Alabama offense against the Michigan Wolverines. What do you think Alabama needs to do offensively to have success, in your opinion? Because that's going to be the question I'm going to roll with for the remaining part of the show. Well, um, you know, I think. Listen, I, I heard you mention. Listen, I know, I know, Michigan's. Um, defense is kind of their, their calling card, so to speak. You know, what are they averaging? Giving up about nine, nine and a half points a game. Um, and listen, there, there's, I don't think there's any doubt that they're, they're not, they're not good. Uh, you know, they've, they've gone through a season undefeated. Uh, that says something right there. But I, I think Alabama's, I'm just, I'm just banking on Alabama's speed. To eventually take over the football game, um, it, you know, with 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 defenses like theirs, you you, you kind of spread them out, you get them running from sideline to sideline, and then you start gutting them uh, between the tackles. And I think that's kind of maybe be the approach that Alabama's gonna gonna take. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm certain, like I said, I'm a novice, but uh, I think in the end, Alabama's uh, uh, speed. And talent, maybe on the outside, on the edge, is gonna is gonna uh, is gonna prevail. I, I really believe that. I do as well. I do as well. And and I I heard the Michigan guys talking about how big Alabama was. And uh, I got to get to this break real quick, Paul. But always appreciate you, man, for being a part of our show. Thank you again. Uh, Make sure you, you, you get in touch when, we, when when you're out here. I'd love to be able to hang out with you for a little bit. I know you got a lot of things to do. There's a ton to see and. You know, it's it's not like a typical city where it's just so spread out. Like, I mean, it yeah. takes you an hour and a half to go all the way across town, so I may or may not be able to, but uh, maybe we can connect at the Rose Bowl or something. Yeah, that's probably going to be our best bet is try to catch up maybe game day. Uh, but I'll certainly I'll certainly reach out to you and let you know where we're at and uh, look forward to seeing you and, and bringing home a big tide victory. Hey, you did get your score prediction in. I, I, I've got the sheet right here. You did. Let me, let me scan through. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah, 37-17. Yeah. 
Got it. Okay, just making sure. And I'm going to offer that same everybody. So if you did not get a score in because I was very uh, selfish yesterday, I'm going to offer you a mulligan today. Okay, I'm going to offer you a mulligan. And, uh, you know, if you, anybody that did not get in, we featured Sean Alexander and a couple of other guests. So we're going to give you some time here if you want to get that in. Feel free to do that. I appreciate you, man. Have a great rest of your day. All right, Ryan. Roll tide, buddy. Right back to you. Let's continue. We'll take more phone calls coming up in a couple of minutes. We'll take those. We got more audio from Tommy Reese. We got audio from Jayla Milrow. We'll talk to Drew DeArmond coming up 330. T-Town Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles, here's Isaac Lowenkron. NFL media just reported that Houston Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud has cleared concussion protocol. The Minnesota Vikings will start rookie fifth-round draft pick Jaron Hall at quarterback over Nick Mullins this Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Hall started a game back in Week 9 against the Falcons before having to leave due to a concussion. Josh Dobbs and Mullins have started since then. The Vikings and Packers both 7-8, and eight, one game out of the final playoff spot in the NFC. The Cleveland Browns elevated place kicker Riley Patterson and punter Matt Hawk to their active roster for tonight's game against the Jets with kicker Dustin Hopkins and punter Corey Bohorquez expected to be inactive due to injury. A win or a tie by Cleveland tonight clinches a playoff berth. College football today at the Fenway Bowl. Boston College defeated number 24 SMU 23-14. to Did you know that 90% of the lawyers source Kitchen Mexican Food right there in Northport if you're looking for the great specials daily. The fajitas are outstanding. The pastures dip, the appetizers, the fried ice cream always a great option. It is Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Also, find the food truck. And we are also now serving breakfast at Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food. Stop by the McFarland Boulevard location. You can also find them in Northside Pastor's Kitchen Mexican Food with Pastor Garcia. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight. 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
into the game here in Tuscaloosa Tide at 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Uh, we were, we're here in LA and we're presented this week by Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, Bet You, Blue Spring Living Water, Briar Spray Foam, Good Works Fabrication and Welding, you know, those great fire pits, but it's more than just that. I mean, it, they can help you with a wall, a small welding project. And, and I love the, the mission field that Matt Freeman has created there at Good Works. Uh, they take young men, uh, who may not be, uh, kids that, uh, want to, you know, go and do things, uh, at the college level, but he teaches them a skill. That's his mission field. He he literally takes young men and he says, you know what? I'm going to teach you to be a welder and I'm going to take you and I'm going to show you how to be a welder. And then I'm going to teach you how to balance a checkbook, because if you're a welder, uh, we know that uh, the profits can be made. And Matt Freeman is doing some great work there. That's why they call it Good Works, uh, Good Works. And there is stores all over Mark's Marks, one of those Woods and Waters, one of those. You can buy these big fire pits that last a lifetime, lifetime. And, and they've done work for me on trailers that uh, I've had for my four-wheeler, just, you know, something that needs to be welded, put back together. Uh, so Good Works, Matt Freeman, Training Future Welders, and uh, just uh, it's, it's, it's inspiring to go into that gym. Uh, let's go uh, here. And then uh, also Chuck Norwood, Remax of Gulf Shores, DanielMoreArt.com. Let's go right back to the phone calls, and we've got a Tommy and Rami. Does Tommy, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Ron. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I hope you are too. Well, good. The, what I heard about Melrose, I have suspected that all along. I know maybe Bill O'Brien was trying to motivate him, maybe too. But you have to look at Bill O'Brien's background. He's a pro coach. They're not really like high school college coaches to teach you the fine art. They expect you to know it. You remember the Texas A&M game last year here in Tuscaloosa? They had a, a screen up, and Tua was thrown, not Tua, but uh, Bryce was throwing before the A&M game of the tournament, and he couldn't do it. Bill Bryce did not appear, prepare Jalen Milrow for the A&M game. In Absolutely. And that is terrible coaching. You know. well, well, Tommy, how many times have you heard me say lazy? Yes, I said it, and I felt bad when I say it. And be, be, But that's what I'd heard behind the scenes. Well, when you come from pros, people don't understand it. You're going to be seeing more and more coaches try and get in pro football or in the USFL or USC, or maybe in high school. It's going to be tough in high school because when you're a college coach, it's 365 days a year. You might not even get Christmas off anymore because you got food with a transform portal. You got to recruit. You got to recruit the team that you have current. Well, they won't hit the portal. It's not a nine to five job like in the NFL. You know, they might go through Monday through Friday or Sunday through Thursday or Friday. Then they have a, you know, two days off after Sunday. I mean, it's more finesse. I know they hit in the football. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying they're not hitting the NFL tackling, but. You know, no, it's a different animal. And guess what? You're going to see coaches getting burned out. And I'm like, I watched the football game last night in Southern Louisville, and they talked about, oh, Lincoln Riley just turned 40 this year. Blah, blah, blah. He had three Heisman Trophy winners. 
So I think if he does what Nick Saban does on Nick, so he can do that, he can win 500 games. He might very well do it. But you know what? I believe he'll get burned out. Because his defense extension heck, and they're not happy that he went 8-5 and five this year. Or 8-6 and six or whatever. I mean, they demand. Your fan base demand it. And, and I can see him in the next five years flipping Southern Cal and getting for the, the NFL or sooner. I mean, that's the only reason I think Turby Smart might be looking. But I think it'd be a bad decision because I really, I could be wrong. I don't think Turby is a pro coach. I think he's more game towards the college game than what he played and that what he learned to coach from. He's always been in the college rank as an assistant and a head coach. It's a whole different ball game. So, yeah, but Melrose can prove everybody wrong. And we can win Monday night. You know, prove more people wrong. And I'm glad the young man didn't give up. I mean, I'm proud for him. No, I tell you what, it makes me, uh, you know, I've always, not say always, I mean, I, I've really, you, you can go back to my Facebook post in September, I've always, always been impressed the way that Jalen talks in front of the media. Uh, we've had other quarterbacks here that will talk down to the media, and it's really just rude. And, and I'm not going to say names, you're not going to squeeze it out of me. Um, he carries himself. I have, Tommy, I've been consistent. You listen to me all the time, uh, with, with Jalen Milrow. I've, I've probably never been more impressed with a player that has to handle as much media availability than I have been with Jalen Milrow. I've not always been pleased with him in the early part, but now I'm not saying this gives me a rebuttal, but in, in some ways it gives a lot of people rebuttals because we had a coach that was not giving him proper development. I mean, that's obvious, right? Now that, yeah, that coach is that no longer here. And that may be one of the reasons why he's moved on, right? Um, can I make a bold prediction? Bill O'Brien probably going to be in the employment line another two and a half, three weeks. Because, I mean, you think they're going to keep a guy who goes three and well, 13? Maybe he can come back to Tuscaloosa and no, uh, Jalen no. Milrow can teach him how to coach. Maybe so. I don't want really, I don't want him even to sweep floors with Jimbo Fisher out here. Okay, I mean just start, no, I'm sorry. You had your shot just like the other guy who was an offensive line coach. He was a pro coach. He wasn't a college coach. Never been coached high school college. He, you know, going to teach you the finesse part of the game. No, you got to take the physical part, like when it's time to run. And when you got that, you know, that one yard line, you lower your head and you hit that DB or that linebacker, you run over him and score that touchdown. I mean, you know, it just, no, it's all for them. It's all finesse. I mean, it's like a script. Like you hear them scripting plays all the time, but, you know, everybody say, well, Jalen need a run more against Mixon. You know what? Jalen take what Mixon to give him. And I know Dawson gonna hate the word game manager or whatever. Be or take what the team give you. Export their weakness. That's all you gotta do. Then late in the game, when they get tired, then you hit them hard, quick. So I mean, no, I'm proud of Jalen Monroe. He's grown up and mature. Begin the season, like I said. I said this team could go undefeated. The only reason it keeps them out of the playoffs this year. Or we get lost because we don't have experience. We don't have that unity 
and we did not have that at the beginning of the season. And Nick Saban might do the genius thing again. Bench him for a game and let him see how the game developed. I mean, come along, and he came back. Well, back. And, and, and maybe this is a credit more to Tommy Reese, right? I mean, to be able to step back and praise uh, credit Tommy Reese because, you know, I heard a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, criticizing Jalen Milrow, but I even heard more people criticizing Tommy Reese. Now that all connects the dots, does it not? Yeah, and the point I'm going to make is a very Because he was point. trying to play catch-up. He, he's like, you know, a teacher that got fired for not teaching a class, but he has to come in and give a final examination. Yeah, but Tommy Reese does something, I think, that uh, Bill O'Brien couldn't do. He could relate to him. Because what? Tommy Reese is what? 31 years old? Maybe 8 or 9 years, no more than 10 years older than uh, Jalen. And uh, he can relate. It wasn't too long ago that he was wearing quarterback uniforms at the University of Notre Dame, playing the up and down of being a quarterback at Notre Dame. And just as, you know, high pressure is being quarterback at Alabama. Everybody knows your name. Everybody knows your mom and daddy's name, you know, when you play that position. So, yeah. Yeah, and he could relate that pressure to him. Yeah, I think Tommy Reese have done a outstanding job. I hope we can keep him about two or three more years before somebody screams for him to be a head coach. But, you know, so I, I'm very proud. I mean, I like all these rejects as football players and coaches we got. Because I coach the staff and Nick Saban and mess them together into a winner. To an SEC championship, and let's hope a national championship team. So, you know, there's a lot more to go on, work on to accomplish. Am I satisfied? Yes, but I want more. I'm a greedy little sucker. Or middle aged fat sucker, let me rephrase that. But I'm greedy. Well, you're, 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 we like you. We like you. All right, so give me, and this is the question. We've got uh, a couple of uh, guests here. And uh, coming up, we got Drew DeArmond, and hopefully they'll join us in about 15 minutes. We're going to squeeze, uh, squeeze in Marty in Arkansas and Corey in Trustville. In your opinion, Alabama's offense, because today, tomorrow, will be Alabama's defense. We'll, we'll see Kevin Steele for the first time uh, in, what, six months since we spoke with him back in August. Today, Tommy Reese, we have not spoken to him since then. When we look at Alabama's defense tomorrow, today, offense day, how do you think, fill in the blank, Alabama's offense has success against this highly ranked Michigan defense by doing what? Exporting their weakness and take what they give you. Because Michigan, uh, let's be realistic, haven't changed football in 80 years. Uh, they have one type of format. They play hard-nosed football, and it's worked for them. They got a thousand wins. They got the most win of any collegiate program in the history of college football. I mean, we got to explore the thing, and we got to find the weakness. If it's the secondary, explore it. Use our speed. Use misdirection. Yeah, and have them chase Jalen Melrose around. Because they have not seen that type of quarterback. He have I know they've seen good quarterback, but this young man, he's getting more dynamic every ball game. He is developing into a leader okay. and a winner. Well, I... 
I, you make me feel good because I went on with a Michigan station just a couple of hours ago, right after media availability this morning, and I made the comment, and I said, I said what's the player that you need to watch out for if you're Michigan? And I said, it's it's all on Jalen Milrow. If you tell me right now that Jalen Milrow does not have uh, a you know a, a great game, let's say he's a C plus, let's say he's a C plus, then then Alabama is going to be it's going to be hard for them to win the game. Yeah. It's all it's and I'm not trying to be you know it's not a one man team. I'm not saying that, but I think it all centers around Jalen Milrow. If he has a B. B plus, A minus, Alabama can attack this Michigan offense like they've not been tacked. I mean, and you could see that. Listen, I can read nonverbals, okay? I was in the medical field. When you'd go in and you'd talk to a patient, a lot of that you had to go in as a EMT. You had to read the nonverbals because they're not willing to give it up as much, right? How you feel? Well, I feel great. Well, you don't look very great. I mean, you, you're sweating, you're diaphoretic, you're, you know, you, you look like you're out of breath. Uh, well, I feel fine because a lot of, a lot of people tell you they feel fine and, and, and their blood pressure is 220 over 150, right? It's like, yeah. no. And, and you know why they do that? Because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to stress out the other family members. When I saw some concern today, when I was asking questions, I asked one guy, I said, uh, what do you see in Alabama's offense? And the way they describe it, th- there's a little, you, you could tell it. They know the challenge. You know, it's like that final exam where you think you're prepared, but you're not 100% confident. You see it. And this stage is big, man. I mean, you get here, it's oh, huge. Yeah. I mean, well, you, you like got a chance to win the Rose Bowl. Just like the mixer in place, so, well, you know, we're not getting respect. We only had two point all this, this. But you know what? Let's be realistic. Nobody had pointed this out. The deep dark secret. Mission deep down don't respect Nick Saban. You know why? Because he coached that little brother in Michigan. He coached at Memphis State. And I remember the guy at work with the mission fan said, Y'all got Saban. He's nothing. We dominated him at Michigan State. And I let them sit. We ain't Michigan State, pal. You know, I hear you. Like no, I, I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. Hey, Tommy, so Nick thank you, man. Him, I know. You gotta go. Nick, Nick Saban got a bone to prove to them. He wants to probably beat Michigan just as bad as he wants to beat Auburn or Tennessee. Because, yeah, he caught pure hell up there for the four years, he five, he was up there. I know you gotta go. Road tide, talk to you more, my friend. Hey, and, and you got your score in, did you not? I know you did. I know you did. I think you yeah. did. Let me oh, look. This uh, is Wyman. This is not Tommy. Let me put Wyman's story. I'm going to put a story in. No, it's me. Yeah, I got it in. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I got it. Uh, it's 3113 is what I got you. i just making sure I got everybody that wanted to get in. If you want to get in, you're welcome to do that. Dreamline gift card, Moultrie Edge Camera, coin from Highland Mint, the commemorative coin, Daniel Moore 2024 calendar, and a Mark Smart gift package uh, there. University of Michigan Yards at our tiebreaker. We'll continue with more of the game. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour's West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. 
A new year, a new road work ahead in Tuscaloosa. LDOT will close 100 feet of Oscar Baxter Drive on Tuesday, and it will remain closed until January 26th in preparation for construction of the new flyway bridge on Highway 69. Brandon Powell has been charged with capital murder in the Christmas Day shooting death of 21-year-old Jalen Carter in Utah and Green County. And TPD officers spent the better part of last evening searching for items discarded by a driver during a high-speed chase. He ended up crashing into a light pole. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Threat app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck on Alabama 69 northbound at Skyland. It's in the intersection. You can expect delays. Everything else looks pretty good. Now we do see a minor bit of congestion on McFarland over in Northport in the construction area. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight. 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 48 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Follow Tide 100.9 on Facebook today to watch our live shows. Read the great articles and interact with Bama fans today. It's coming up in just a couple of minutes. I do remind you uh, about our great sponsors that are providing this coverage. Uh, Remax of Gulf Shores, Chuck Norwood team, DanielMoreArt.com, Taco Casa. Man, I, what I wouldn't do for a big old glass of that half and half tea. That small little ice, maybe a taco burger. Just to kind of be a little snack before dinner, right? But Taco Casa and uh, love the folks that uh, are part of you know, we, we, you see Wilk and Formby, right? All over the TV endorsing Taco Casa. Do they even Saw have Wilk tea and, over there, uh, sweet tea? Who even knows? 
They do. They do, Ooh, Noah. That's good. Noah. Thank goodness. I got half and half tea. They don't get me no trouble with my doctor now. I'm drinking half and half tea. I can send you the receipt. Uh, I can send you the receipt. Uh, Chick-fil-A is like a block away. So, uh, But Taco Casa is one of our great sponsors. And I love Taco Casa. I love the tea. Uh love the the taco burger is my favorite. Sancho's pretty good. Frijoles is good. But uh, Taco Casa is a great option right there. Chicken Salad Chick, bet you. We greatly appreciate them. We roll on. Drew DeArmond next. T-Town Tide 100.9. The home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. The epic battle between the Alabama Crimson. Northport Power Equipment, if you're looking for chainsaw needs, if you're cleaning up those leaves or yard debris, you'll find the backpack blowers, the battery-operated tools, the Echo Outdoor Power Equipment, Crest Outdoor Power Equipment, the battery-operated tools by Husqvarna, and you'll also find great inventory on the zero-turn commercial and the residential mowers by both Skag and Husqvarna. Service department, do that end-of-the-season maintenance at North. Northport Power Equipment sits two blocks east of the Northport Civic Center since 1996. Northport Power Equipment. Light up those phone lines on the game with Ryan Fowler. 205-342-9904. You're inside the game on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Drew 97.7, the zone up in Huntsville. Before we do that, let me remind you about the wharf. Uh, if you're looking for a new pair of boots, Justin, Tony Lama, Red Wing, Georgia, Double H, Timberline, Laredo, and many more. They're open until 6 p.m. a day. Maybe you got a little Christmas money, right? Maybe you got a little Christmas money. You want to go spend that, buy a new pair of boots. It is the wharf, the work in Western headquarters for the entire family. Located there on McFarland Boulevard between Winn-Dixie and the Blue Plate, the wharf since 1976. We're live uh, out in Pasadena. We're actually live in L.A. We're getting ready for the Rose Bowl up in Pasadena. We're taking your phone calls here. Coming up in a couple of minutes, we'll get back to Marty in Arkansas, Corey in Trustville, Ronnie in South Carolina, and many others. at two, Robert in Mobile as well. We'll get to you guys. Uh, right now, it's Drew DeArman, uh, one of my great friends in this media business. 97.7 The Zone up in Huntsville. Drew, how Triple are you, my ball. friend? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. I'm good, Ron. How are you, bud? I'm good. I'm good, man. I'm having a great day. Having a great day. I know you are as well. You're working up in uh, Huntsville, staying busy. What have you seen the last couple of days? I know you covered a lot of basketball. A lot of hoop, man. Seen a lot of basketball so far. Uh, they've, we've seen a lot of uh, high school ball. It's the 41st annual Huntsville City Classic. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a labor of love for me, Ryan. I've, I'm 48 years old. I'll be 49 in April, and I've done 34 straight of these. So this will be 30 years, number 34 for me. Since I was 14, I've been a part of this, and uh, we're we're, we're going to be having the semifinals tonight at 6. Uh, we're going to have Huntsville High, the host school. They're going to play James Clemens out of Madison, which is, of course, Brian Ray. And, um, and, and you know, and, uh, and those guys, Monty Rice, came out of there. And uh, good friend Wade Walter was their football coach, and, and then, uh, and then of course, uh, we're going to have the Grissom Tigers and Jack Dawes. They're going to take on Austin. So it's going to be a good Final Four. Been a lot of basketball going on, but we certainly are getting ready for football. We're going to have a, a first talking ball since our Christmas break tomorrow morning, and we're going to be out at uh, Bubby's Diner, and we're looking forward to talking some Alabama and Michigan and Texas and, of course, Washington. 
Drew, we, we had Rodney on, and, 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 and you feature Rodney, and Rodney you know, is a mutual friend of ours, great friend, and, and we have a lot of fun. But uh, we, we're asking him about this comment that Jalen Milrose said that Bill O'Brien wanted him to change positions. Do you have a reaction to that? Well, I mean, I, I honestly, I've been so busy. I mean, I, I did. Yeah, you're fine. Uh, you know, you're fine. I, I've been I've done 12 hours of basketball yesterday. I've been at the gym since early this morning. Yeah. I hey Drew, I, I, I tell you what I could, I tell you what I can do for you. How about I just play the audio? Yeah, you want to hear the audio? Let, let, let me hear all the right, audio. Right. Yep. No, no, Noah, fire this off. Fire the first clip, and then we'll fire the second clip. Uh, Jalen Melrose was asked, and he he was asked about all the doubters, and he said, "Man, I had an offensive coordinator that doubted me," and he went on to say this. Uh, Noah, play that audio from Bill. O'Bro- excuse me, from Jalen Melrose. All right, I'm not able to hear that. Noah, you let me know when it's ready. If it's ready, I, I'm throwing you a curveball there. Uh, but either way, he, he paraphrased it and said, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, he said, I had a coordinator that doubted me. He asked me to change positions, told me I'd never be a quarterback. Um, wow. But, uh, and, and so, and then he was doubled down and he kind of said, okay, how did that make you feel? And he said, well, you ever had anybody look at you and say, you suck? And he, the reporter went, well, I'd probably make me feel pretty, you know, pretty bad. And uh, he said, well, that's what it felt made, made me feel. So you kind of understand where this lank and all these different things are coming from. I mean, the doubt is 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 large and it's part of their motivation. Well, I think this has been a self-driven team a lot. I mean, they didn't make the playoff last year. So everybody thought, you know, the, the world was ending. Um, you know, they had Bryce Young, they had Will Anderson, everybody talked about they had two of the top three guys drafted, arguably the best offensive and defensive players in college football, and they didn't uh, get to the playoff. They didn't win the SEC. Um, they didn't get the chance to play in the SEC championship game. Uh, and then they came into this year, and then we all know what happened in week two. They fell uh, short against Texas, who ended up in the playoff as well. But there was a lot of people, including myself, that had doubts about the team and where they were offensively. and. Uh, and defensively, you know, you know, where, you know, where is this team going to end up? And certainly, um, you know, I think a big thing that happened that was a key was, uh, you know, uh, how I guess the way Jalen Milrow responded from being the way from being benched, he was benched against South Florida, uh, did not play, and the way he responded against Ole Miss, the way the whole team responded, and they beat a really what turned out to be a really good Ole Miss team. Uh, you know, that won 10 games, is playing in a January one bowl. And so when you, when you respond that way and you shut down Ole Miss, who ended up, uh, just a week later dropping 55 on, on, uh, LSU, I think that's kind of, you know, they found themselves. I think Jalen Milrow, uh, and the team rallied behind him. I think he did a really good job leading the guys. I think he did a really good job winning the locker room, the way he reacted to being benched, the way he supported his teammates. And then it turned out that South Florida team, while they weren't a great football team, they won a bowl game, right? I mean, they went seven and six. A lot of people acted like they were, you know, they almost lost to a, a, a one-win team. So, again, it's one of those things where I just think the team as a whole responded uh, the way you would hope. And I think Nick Andrew, Saban – I've got that audio it, clip ready when you're – Oh, yeah, ready. okay, go ahead. Let's play it. Yeah, all right. All right, here we go. And let you react to it rather than uh, – here's the first clip from Jalen Milrow just a couple of hours ago. Even when I was in college, shoot, my own offensive coordinator, Bill O'Brien, told me I shouldn't play quarterback. So, you know, there's a lot of things I can, you know, have motivation on, and that is something I have motivation from. 
All right, let's flip the second clip where he was asked, well, how did that make you feel? And this is how he responded. What was your reaction to Bill O'Brien telling you that you shouldn't play quarterback? Do you remember how you felt when you said that? How would you feel if I told you you suck? I probably wouldn't like it. Okay, then. So that's exactly how I feel. You know what I'm saying? So, like, biggest thing for me, be true to myself and, you know, be stay the same. You know, nothing changed about me. The only thing that changed me about was I had the opportunity and I seized it. And so, uh, for me, you know, the biggest thing was just uh, stay true to myself and, uh, you know, add a bigger purpose to anyone's opinion. All right. There it is. Uh, now you heard the audio. Any, any different reaction? Because I know you were analyzing it great, even though you would not heard the audio. But it was kind of spot on. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, it shows the intestinal fortitude that Jalen has, uh, the, the belief in himself, what you talked about with me and Terry on with Lane. Because there was people doubting Terry on. Remember, he was a five-star that redshirted. He didn't, you know, get on the field right away. Uh, but he's turned into a great corner. He's turned into a potential first-round draft choice. Jalen Milrow finishing the top six in the Heisman. And he even and, and, and even this year, the way he responded to being benched, struggling against Texas, I mean, he's come further than any quarterback I've seen under Nick Saban. And, and trust me, you and I have both been critical of Jalen Hurts in the past and the way he performed. Uh, and, you know, and, and, and he got beat out by a better player. In this case, there wasn't a better player on the roster. I know and I, I own it. I thought Ty Simpson would win the job, but Ty Simpson wasn't ready to beat out Jalen Milrow. And Jalen Milrow beat him out, you know, you know, fair and square. And the way Jalen Milrow has played since the Texas game, he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the country. And that's why some of the, you know, stuff you see, you know, posted on social media where, you know, certain folks, you know, around the Michigan program and fans say he can't throw, you know, go ahead and, and uh, you know, I think you need to watch film a little closer. Uh, you know, I, he, certainly he's still developing, but I mean, he's done a very nice job as a player, you know, and, and I think this Alabama offense is still evolving and, and they've done it, you know, with guys hurt because you've had Kobe Prentice miss time. You've had Jason McClellan miss time. Um, you know, you've had, you, you haven't had everybody available. You've had, you know, injuries even to Roy Dell Williams. He got, he's been nicked up a little bit. I mean, so, again, I just think, you know, and we've seen Jermaine Burton miss a game. So I just think overall, when you look at it, Alabama's done a great job of evolving and growing. And the, the coolest part is it's been along with the OC and, uh, and Tommy Rees. So he and Tommy Rees have found common ground. And it's a credit to Nick Saban. Nick Saban could have listened to Bill O'Brien when uh, and Bill O'Brien was telling him to switch positions. But Nick Saban, I'll never forget a thing he said when Joe Monroe signed. He said, look. This guy has Lamar Jackson type athletic ability, but he needs to develop. He needs we need to, to we need to get him to be comfortable in the pocket to become a passer. And he goes and I'm and this is and this is not a, a democracy. It's a dictatorship, and his development is I'm going to handle it. And he did. And to Nick Saban's credit, he stuck with Jalen Milrow. And I know you know they 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 weren't sure what they had after spring practice, but when you're Nick Saban and you've done this for this long a time and. My, my thing with Nick Saban doesn't get enough credit for is the way he connects with players and develops players. People always want to talk about, you know, that other schools to say, well, Alabama's too businesslike. You know, they, you know, the coaching staff's all about, you know, uh, just the, the bottom line. They don't have a lot of fun. They win, and that's what you're paid to do. And they, and then look, Nick Saban doesn't get enough credit for how he, uh, you know, I, I think relates to players. And this is the prime example of it because Jalen Milrow. 
nine times out of ten, a kid like this would have gotten to the portal and transferred. He did not. He stuck it out. And now I think he's going to come back to school next year. He's going to be on the short list for the Heisman. And the way the NFL is evolving with Lamar Jackson and what he's doing, I mean, Jalen Milrow and what they saw you saw happen with Anthony Richardson last year, he's going to make a lot of money if he keeps getting better, and especially if he can lead Alabama to a national championship and beat the Michigan Wolverines coming up on the first in the Rose Bowl. All right, Drew, let's go to this Michigan game because we're focused on the offense of Alabama and the defense of Michigan because that's what today was all about. Tomorrow it will be Alabama's defense. It will be uh, the Michigan Wolverine offense. What do you think Alabama needs to do offensively to attack this Wolverine defense that statistically is one of the best in the country? I think they need to spread it out. I think they need to use Milrow as a runner. I don't think really that Michigan has seen anybody like him. They've seen a lot of pocket guys. They need to use him as a willing runner. They need to, you know, they need to attack both east and west and, uh, you know, vertically. Uh, but I think they need to, to test Michigan's secondary. I think they have enough weapons when you talk about Jermaine Burton, who's had one hell of a year, uh, especially with his yards per catch and his big play potential. You talk about, uh, you know, Kobe Prentice. You talk about even a guy like Jay, uh, you know, Jalen Hale, who has, he's just, you know, starting to assert himself, but he's made plays in big games like Tennessee. So, and Ole Miss, he's made some plays. I, I, Kendrick Law with his Debo Samuel role, uh, you know, Amari Nye Black, even C.J. Dupree. I just love Alabama's weapons. I don't think that Michigan has seen an offense. Ohio State, this is not a great Ohio State offense. That's why Kyle McCord has now got a new zip code at Syracuse. They were decent. They had Maserati Marv. Now, does Alabama have a Marvin Harrison Jr.? No, but they've got a lot more weapons than Ohio State had, and I think they've got an even deeper backfield. Another thing that's come out of this is with Jason McClellan getting banged up, we've seen Jam Miller develop. I still think, you know, if they need to, they can use Baron Haynes. Excuse me, I knew I'd do that. Justice Haynes. So I've been, they've got a very deep backfield. They've got a, they've got a deep core of weapons at wide receiver. And, of course, Bond, Isaiah Bond, who has really come into his own and become a clutch player. They have got so many ways to attack you. And I think Tommy Reese, another thing that hasn't been played up, Reeves knows Michigan very well. He coached against them at Notre Dame a lot and so and played against them as a quarterback. So he knows their tendencies. He knows them well. And uh, I think it's going to help Alabama in their preparation. And George Hilo as well. You know, chess, not checkers. And uh, I think, uh, you know, Nick Saban's always ahead of the curve. And I think that's going to help Alabama in a lot of ways. And, Drew, you, you pretty much said what uh, the Michigan players told us earlier. I asked uh, several of them. I said, compare – who do you think on Alabama's schedule uh, – excuse me, on your schedule compares you – you think is most similar to Alabama. And one of them said Ohio State. And then I said, okay, in what way? And he talked about Marvin Harrison, but he also said just, you know, they're big physical and they, they, they do a lot of things to spread you out. Then I asked another couple of guys about quarterbacks, the defensive guys. I said – yeah, who in the Big Ten reminds you of Jalen Milrow? And they said uh, Talia Tungabaloa. Well, uh, no disrespect. Talia's a really good player and had a great career at Maryland, but they, they, you can't really compare Talia Tungabaloa and, and then Jalen Milrow athletically. And I think the Wolverines will see that in the Rose Bowl. I mean, this is a guy that can go 55, 60 yards and split two guys. Now, again, does Jalen Milrow have great wiggle? No. Does he have stiff ankles a little bit? Yes. 
But when he puts his foot in the ground and then he and he gets north and south, he can absolutely fly. And so I just think I think his athleticism plus his arm strength. I mean, if I hear one more idiot in the media talk about Gravedigger as a Hail Mary, I'm going to puke in the floor. It was a great throw. It was a throw that not many quarterbacks can make. And again, is he going to make that 10 out of 10 times? No, but he can, he's very capable of doing it and he did it. It was a laser beam. And I just think Jalen, he, he's always had enough arm talent. It's just always been consistency and accuracy. And if he's consistent and accurate against Michigan, Alabama's going to be tough to beat. The key is for Michigan, they're going to have to pressure him and they're going to have to, you know, hope that they can get him on the ground and that again, and that he doesn't try to, they don't, Alabama doesn't move the pocket and try to get him out on the perimeter. Because if Alabama gets him on the perimeter, I think he can give Michigan a lot of problems. Drew, with all that being said, I'll save the prediction for your show, uh, to, you know, tomorrow and also on Monday. Uh, give me a lean. Which way are you leaning? Well, I think I'm leaning, I'm definitely leaning Alabama. When the matchup came out, I, I said four and a half points or so. I've been surprised. Is it still holding it two for Michigan? It is. Yeah. I have, is. I have not looked. Uh, it uh, is. So no, it I, is. No, it is. That is the spread. It's, uh, I'll give you an updated one. I can look across about 10 different sports books here in just a second. Uh, but it was the main one. It was, yeah, it's still there. Yeah. Michigan's still the favorite plus the two. I just wanted to make sure, but, uh, right before I looked, uh, yeah, it, it's actually two and a half in several places. Well, I, I, I thought I, I had the Texas one pegged. I said Texas four, Alabama four and a half or so. I've got Alabama winning 28-23. That's the way I'm winning. And it was the same score I predicted for the Georgia game. I nearly hit that, but I just think Alabama – I have respect for Michigan. I know they're really good. I do think Alabama's capable of beating Michigan by double digits, but I think Michigan will play a really good game. But I think Alabama's evolved. I think their defense is a good matchup. And I think Caleb Downs, you know, being, uh, you know, a, a punt returner now, he may end up playing a big role in this game in the kicking game as well. And I think Alabama's kicking game with Will Riker and Burnup and, uh, Downs now as a returner and Kendrick Law can make some plays to make a huge difference in the game. Drew D nine seven seven ESPN. Drew D nine seven seven ESPN ninety seven point seven. The Zone up in Huntsville, the only sports station in the Rocket City. Drew, uh, enjoy the basketball championship uh, this evening uh, there at Huntsville and James Clemens. Is that what you said, James Clemens? Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. James Clemens that in Huntsville, be... and then Grissom, and then the Grissom Tigers and Austin Blackbears. And that will be. Uh, Later this evening, so if you're in North Alabama, I'm sure you probably already know about the Huntsville City Classic. Drew, I appreciate you, man. I'll see you very soon. Thank you. Y'all enjoy L.A., enjoy the uh, Rose Bowl. Envious a little bit there, uh, but again, you guys do a great hey, job. Hey. We always appreciate the time. Well, well Drew, we're, we're going to see you in Houston. Uh, I'll, I'll see you because I've already heard uh, you guys are making big plans if, if, not trying to sound like David Pollock, if Alabama is able to get through Michigan. Other ways, David Fogg, does he have a job? Uh, he's doing a podcast. Oh, is he? Is he clean Aaron Murray's bathroom? Uh, I can check. Yeah. Can double check. We'll tell him hello. I'll, I'll double check. Oh, you know what I just is saw? He... Him walk... Never mind. Oh, you probably saw his <laughs> autograph for sale on eBay, too. Hmm. <sighs> 33 cents right now, current at eBay. Yeah. Uh, 
for a three-time All-American. All right, Drew. Thanks, man. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate Thank it. You. Absolutely. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, 1230 WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. We've got a wreck on Alabama 69 northbound at Skyland. It's in the intersection. You can expect delays. Everything else looks pretty good. Now, we do see a minor bit of congestion on McFarland over in Northport in the construction area. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call, 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. I'm a t- Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight, 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 47 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide 109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Alabama currently practicing. We'll uh, provide some things coming up in a couple of minutes for that. We'll take more phone calls. We're going to get back to those. I know Marty in Arkansas, Corey in Trustville, Robert in Mobile, Ronnie in South Carolina. Not in that order. I'll take them in order than they receive. And I believe it is Corey in Trustville first up, Marty in Arkansas, Ronnie in South Carolina, Robert in Mobile. All of you guys, we're free the rest of the way home, all the way until 6 o'clock. We're live in Pasadena. Our coverage presented by Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, Bet You. Matthew Breyers, Breyers Spray uh, Foam, Blue Spring Living Water, Good Works Fabrication, and DanielMoreArt.com. Remax of Gulf Shores with Chuck Norwood. We roll on Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Isaac Lowenkron. NFL media reports that Houston Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud has cleared concussion protocol. The Minnesota Vikings will start rookie fifth-round draft pick Jaron Hall at quarterback over Nick Mullins this Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Hall started a game back in week nine against the Falcons before having to leave due to a concussion. Josh Dobbs and Mullins have started since then. The Vikings and Packers are both seven and eight, one game out of the final playoff spot in the NFC. 
The Cleveland Browns elevated place kicker Riley Patterson and punter Matt Hawk to their active roster for tonight's game against the Jets, with kicker Dustin Hopkins and punter Corey Bajorquez expected to be inactive due to injury. The Browns presently at 10-5 and can clinch a playoff berth tonight with a win or a tie. And in college football today at the Fenway Bowl, Boston College defeated number 24 SMU 23-14. to Don't miss your chance to win it. A huge part of the game is SEC Parlay Pick Day on Friday. It's made possible by Brian Harden Construction, a diverse business, crane and equipment rentals up to 320-ton cranes available, the CNC machines, reverse engineering, laser cutting, specialists in modern construction. It's bhardencost.com. Experience you can count on. Let's build something together. The website, very informative. It is bhardencost.com. Brian Harden Construction, industrial contractors and fabrication, I-beam installation, Brian Harden Construction, every Friday made possible by Brian Harden Construction. TuscaloosaToyota.com, a huge part of our show. We are powered by those guys every single day. The service department, always great. The new inventory side, all those new Toyotas comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. And right now, we have the most inventory that we've had in over two and a half years. Camrys, Corollas, RAV4s, Highlanders, Forerunners, Tundras, Tacomas, also the Pre-owned inventory, most of the pre-owned inventory comes with that same lifetime powertrain warranty. See all of the inventory, TuscaloosaToyota.com and Tuscaloosa Toyota on Skyland Boulevard. Back into the game here in Tuscaloosa as we continue our coverage. We're live in L.A. We're live at the Media Hotel, the Grand Sheraton. We appreciate the hospitality these guys have provided here at the Rose Bowl. We're having a lot of fun. We're covering it wall-to-wall as all of our coverage this this week presented by Taco Casa, Chicken Salad Chick, Bet You, Blue Spring Living Water, Briar Spray Foam, uh, Good Works, Metal Fabrication, uh, all the folks are over there, the Rose Bowl, uh, coverage also presented by DanielMoreArt.com. Remember the code word now. The code word is the game. 20% off. Why 20% off? Well, I'll answer that question. Washington, Alabama met in 1926. Alabama beat them 20 to 19 and they won their first national title. We're giving you a 20% off by mentioning the code word the game. The game off any product there. If you didn't get some for Christmas, you want to celebrate that special occasion. It is the game uh, right there. Also, Chuck Norwood, Remax of Gulf Shores. Let's go right back to the phone calls. we got a Corey in Trustville. Corey, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well. Hey, Ryan. How you doing this afternoon? I'm good. I hope you are as well. I'm doing great. Uh, first of all, before I get to my, my main point, what did you think of the shirt that I sent you? The what now? The T-shirt picture I sent you on Twitter. Hold on. Okay. So I'm going to have to be honest, Corey. I didn't see it. Let me go look it up. Um, and the reason why I didn't see it is these stupid Florida State fans have just hacked my account. They they went crazy on me, Corey. I may need your help uh, in there. Uh, I sent Did you, you send a, it like – Yeah. Yeah, describe uh, the, it. It was a, a, a day after – a few days before Christmas, I sent it to you. 
or a few days after okay, Christmas. Yeah, 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 I didn't, I, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll, I'll just, I'll just tell you what it is. Um, it's a T-shirt okay. that says car, that, that says Cardiac Corey on it. Do you really? Yeah. What did, did somebody make it for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was cut. My uncle had it customized for me. Okay. Okay. That's that's why I wanted so, you to see it. Now, are, are, okay, give me your Twitter account, and you can advertise it real quick. Because I'll follow you, but I'm trying to figure out where it is. It's, it's, uh, just find it. You're okay. Uh, okay, uh, it's, it's Corey W. Now, I didn't create this account. My dad did. He had a bunch of numbers beside it. It's, it's at... Corey, capital W, seven five four zero four one nine two. Now that last I part is what Twitter. That last part is what Twitter did, not me. So okay, the Twitter part did that. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do, but I don't see any photos. No, I do see it. I do see it. I do see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I missed it. Okay, I do see it. I like it right here. Okay. Sure. Yeah, cardiac. All right, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Can, can I retweet it? I'll put it in front of everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, told yeah us go ahead. You, you, you can do that. All right. All right. But 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 anyway, that, that, that was a uh, shirt. Uh, it was kind of like playoff gear, I guess, for the, for the um, upcoming games. You you know that's okay. my nickname on the that's my nickname on the show and my uncle that's got right. that shirt custom got that shirt customized for but as far well, as this yeah, game that's super cool as far as this game goes I think what's going to be key is us playing for, from ahead because if we can play ahead in this game and get Michigan out of their comfort zone and make them have to throw a lot I think that's going to bode, bode well because. I know you're going to talk about our defense versus their offense, but if they if they go up like 14 to nothing, that's going to make us be in uncomfortable situations. And if they're in second and short or third and short, that's going to make us uncomfortable. But if we can be in second and short and third and short and go up 14 to nothing, that that that's going to make bode well for us because that'll that'll make them force them into probably commit turnovers. And uh, I think that. Uh, Stopping J.J. McCarthy's legs, because I don't know if you remember this. Last year when Georgia faced Ohio State, they didn't. Ohio State didn't really run C.J. Stroud a lot, and then they unleashed C.J. Stroud's legs. Well, I'm telling you, they're not, don't be surprised if they unleashed J.J. McCarthy's legs more in this game. So I think we're going to be very wary of, of them, of J.J. McCarthy running more. And I, thought, I don't think they have a choice but to do that, because... They're not just come strictly run the ball and 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 throw the ball. They're not to get craving using JJ McCarthy's legs. So I think for us offensively, if we can just get ahead, keep the lead, and force them to do unconventional things, I think that'll go a long way in us winning the game. So are you telling me that you you're not very concerned, Corey? I mean, I'm I'm hearing confidence. I'm not hearing cardiac, Corey. I'm hearing confidence in Corey. I mean, I understand what like we're going confident, Corey. I mean, this is you have to remember we're not facing a Jaden Daniels or a Johnny Manziel. We're facing a 
you know, you've heard the saying, you're not going to out Alabama, Alabama. Well, this is kind of like what we're facing now. I understand that they don't have SEC talent, but I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. This is a losable game, but I feel real good about this matchup now. I'm not saying it's going to be like a 38 to nothing like Michigan State, but I think it'll be a close game. But I think, I think Alabama will pull away because I got it 35-17. I think it'll be close in the first half, and I think Alabama will Okay, pull Corey, away. You, you did not get your prediction in earlier, so I'm going to write no, that no, down. No, you no, want to be a part of the? No, I didn't. Yeah, I do. I, I did not hear 35-17, you're going Alabama. And let's yeah. go rushing yards for the Michigan Wolverines. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go oh, – okay. before I give you that, what do you think is an ideal number for us to be successful successful defensively to, to win in your opinion? What's, what's the key I mean, stat here? All right. Well, let me ask you this question. You think George is better than Michigan? Rushing wise, yeah, yes, I do as well. I, I okay, right there okay. with you. Okay, so, so what do we hold? Let, let, to? Let, let, let's go back. Total rushing for George. Alabama beat them twenty-seven to twenty-four. Uh, Georgia had total three hundred and twenty-one yards total. Passing was two forty-three. When you subtract that from the 321 mark, 78 total yards rushing. And it wasn't like they didn't attempt to run the football. They attempted 31 times and only averaged 2.5 yards per attempt. Um, let's see. I'm going to go, I'm going to go, uh, ooh. well, you have to remember what that, what they're going to, if we, if we hold them to, to, to see, I'm going to say 95. 95. See, I'm telling you, this this is confident, Corey. That's yeah. what this now is. Just, now, do, do, do you feel good if I'm confident? Yes. Not really, but I'm going to, yes. <laughs> because I'm I'm confident, too. You know, when I look at this game, also, I think, actually, did you, did you sense, um, like, you know, you were talking about using verbal IQs. Did you sense nervousness out of the Michigan players? Like, like knew what they were going up against. Like, they didn't say, but you could tell their body language. Like, well, we know what we're about to get in the ring with. Yeah, I think uh, I think I, I kind of described that earlier. It, it was like me being unprepared for a final exam. You know, you ever walked in and you didn't study for a test, and you've got to go take a test. It, it's it's kind of what I what I noticed in them. Then that may just be their attitude. But that's what I picked up on. Well, I know that Alabama's going to be prepared because you, you, you know, you can tell when Alabama's not prepared. You know, they're, you know, and the sure thing I've loved about this, love, love about this team is you've not heard that A word all year, anxiety. You've not heard that at all this year. And now things may not go well Monday and it, it, it just may not be our night, but I feel like, I feel like it's going to turn out real well for the Crimson Tide because, listen, is Michigan a great team? Yes. But, listen, when when Lank is involved, I feel like it's on our side, Ryan. Corey, do you fly any? Do you? Uh, I've never, you, I've you never ever... flown before. Okay. Well, I was going to tell you that uh, I was going to ask you if you think I'm making a mistake. Um, I've got two different flights, okay? I'm cheated, okay? I've got one flight going back uh, 
but it's with uh, it's with Southwest, which you can cancel like ten minutes before you fly, right? You you can cancel and you can get your money back. I've got a flight going back to Nashville. I couldn't get one back to Birmingham, so I may have to ask a good listener to come get me or something. Maybe take like Uber or something from Nashville to Tuscaloosa. But if Alabama loses, I got problems because I'm I'm flying directly from here to Houston. I do have a backup flight, but it's not back to Tuscaloosa. It's so my plan is to not even go home. You think I'm making a mistake? No, I mean I, I think. Uh, would you do I, it I think, if you were me? Would you do it if you were me? Like, would you? Are you confident enough that you said, "Forget about it. I, I could cancel this flight to Nashville and roll on." I mean, when you have Nick Saban as the underdog, you have a month to prepare, and you have doubt. You you have a team that's being doubted. I feel confident. Okay. That's all I need to know. Hey, uh, uh, who do you, you like Corey. out of the? How do you like out of the other game? Who out of the other? I like game? Washington. I like Washington. You do. I do. Yeah, do I, you? Uh, sort of. Uh, it could go either way. Um, I just, I just know it's going to be a great game. I like both dogs in this game. So there we go. Yeah, Thank you, Corey. Appreciate yeah. you as always, man. Thank you so much. Good, good, good talk to you, Ron. Roll tight. Right back to you. Let's go to Ron in South Carolina. Ron, thank you for waiting. I hope all is well. Thank you, sir. Thanks for taking my call. I'm a first-time caller. Well, thank you, Ron. Uh, what part of South Carolina are you from? I'm an hour south of Columbia. Okay. Well, that's awesome. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just wanting to find out, have you been hearing anything about the bowl game experiments with the headsets to call you plays to the quarterbacks and defensive players? I have. I know they use it in the NFL. Uh, they will be using some technology. I uh, don't know exactly. It's not legal for them to do the headsets, right? I don't think they're able to do that yet, are they? It's a pilot program to see how they like them. I think I've watched a couple of games, and my question is, would it favor the offense or defense? It seems like to me it would favor the offense. To say, say for instance, Milrow was scrambling. He had a guy wide open down the field. You would think the coach called and tell him he got, you know, guy wide open try to give him the ball. Because they said they'll keep him live on college level. They won't cut him after 15 seconds. So hold on. You mean they can walk all the way down to the snap of the football? Yeah, it's, the, the microphone's going to stay live through the whole play the way it talks on the experiment for college. Well, if that's the case, I mean, to me, that's an advantage, right? That's what. I mean, for the defensive side of the football, and you're going to allow coaches to communicate to their team. Now, can the team, because it'll only just be one player, right? Correct. On the defense, well, I understand it's for the signal caller on defense. I don't right, so that would be for Alabama would be Deontay Lawson. So can he communicate what he's being told in his ear in just a couple of seconds? Yeah, but I, the, I the only risk of that is is just is possible confusion, right? Right. Um, I could see it benefiting the offense if you have a scrambling quarterback and he's got a guy that's breaking deep, like Milrose, for instance, and he's got time to stop and throw the ball if the uh, OC can say, hey, you got a guy wide open. They may have some code numbers, you know, some kind of code letters for quick 
thinking, but anybody confused quarterbacks. I, I didn't know what your take would be on it. Yeah, I mean, I, I know in the NFL, because you'll see a lot of the players in the NFL, like the quarterback or the defensive guy, he'll cover up his earpiece. Like, he'll, he'll right. cover up that ear hole just to make sure that he can hear what he's being said. Uh, I mean, I know that they've got to do these pilot programs, but uh, I would be cautious because, you know, you can be confused, too. You know, right. you look back at, at Pete Golding. um Go back to, I think I think P. Golding is a genius when you look at the defensive side of the football. But communicating that, it was almost like he was too complex. You can throw too much at college kids. And I think that was his biggest, his strength was his biggest weakness. You've got to right. be able to simplify it. You've got to be able to get it where players can understand it. And you say, well, hold on, what are you saying? Alabama players are not as smart as, as, as the coaches. No, I remember Amari Cooper. Lane Kiffin took over for Doug Nussmeyer in 2014. And we interviewed, uh, excuse me, Amari Cooper in the spring. And Amari Cooper said this. He said it's more player friendly. And and we were like, hold on, what, what does that mean? Elaborate. He said, well, we don't have to think. We hear the play. We know what to do. In other words, Doug Nussmeyer was confusing too much. He was adding too much of that. So you can do too much. Yes. I feel like also it will eliminate um, delay of game, son, because you call in to play in instead of them trying to read the signals and stuff, possibly. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Uh, I mean, mean, you can do it a couple different ways. I mean, it's a little bit concerning. Right. I feel like Isaiah Bynes is going to have a breakout game because if you look at the fourth quarter of the Georgia game, um, that was Milrose's go-to guy, and he he really had some plays that was exceptional in that game. I think he's going to be the breakout player in the sem- uh, semifinal game. Well, think about this. I mean, look at those wide receivers. You know, we talk about Milrose growing up, and I know it's a you know there's a correlation as he's grown, the wide receivers have continued to grow. But but back up just a couple of minutes, and and you begin to to think about. The wide receivers, I mean, they've taken significant steps in the right direction. Fair? I mean, look, look yes, you know, listen, yes, Jermaine Burton, last year I thought he was more of a hindrance on the football team. I have come to really enjoy watching Jermaine Burton because he plays, yeah, he talks, but he kind of backs it up. Yes. Well, I mean, you, know, you go back. You go back the last two years, we didn't have any receivers that could hold on to the ball. After Williamson and um, I've got the other one, that guy hurt in the championship game. Yeah, John, no, Met- John Metchie, Jamison Williams. Right. We didn't have anyone to step up and hold on to the ball for two years after that. So, and also, I think Caleb Downs is going to have a good game returning punts, I'm hoping. So. It'll be something we'll keep an eye on. Um, Ronnie, you didn't get a score in yesterday. What would you would you like to get one in today? Yes, I sure would. All right. I'm say Bama 34, 23, and 119 yards. Okay. I've got it. We'll be listening next week, and we'll announce the winner. And uh, 34, 23, 119. Anything else, Ron? 
Now, I just want to say how much I appreciate your show. I listen to you all the time, and it's my first time calling. So, Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for calling in. I really appreciate it, and uh, hope you have a great rest of your day, man. You too. Enjoy your trip. Right back to roll you. Uh, yeah, roll tide. Roll tide. Thank you. Uh, we'll continue with more of the game. We'll take your phone calls. T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A new year, a new road work ahead in Tuscaloosa. Aldot will close 100 feet of Oscar Baxter Drive on Tuesday, and it will remain closed until January 26th in preparation for construction of a new flyway bridge on Highway 69. Brandon Powell has been charged with capital murder in the Christmas Day shooting death of 21-year-old Jalen Carter in Utah and Green County. And TPV officers spent the better part of last evening searching for items discarded by a driver during a high-speed chase. He ended up crashing into a light pole. 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Moderately heavy traffic on McFarland. This is between Harrison Parkway and University Mall. And then over in Northport in the construction area. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. If you talk about grilling so often, if you want to dominate the grill today or any day, go visit our friends at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport. I walk in there all the time. There's new things added, whether you're trying to amp up the spice cabinet or whether you're going in for a great ribeye, a salmon swirl, a chicken swirl, which is that's what they're home of since 1978. The seafood entrees, the great cheesecake, the great pies that are made here locally in Alabama, the Blue Spring Living Water. You'll find it at Mark's Mark in downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Go see the friendly folks at Mark's Mark, downtown Northport under that Roll Tide Bridge. Tune in to t- Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight, 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. It's the longest-running sports show in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler on Tide 100.9. All right, we're going to continue taking phone calls, and we've got uh, Robert and Mobile up next. Robert, good afternoon. You're in the game. I hope all is well, man. Hey, man. How are you, Robert? Hey, 
Oh, just getting uh, pumped up for the game, listening to the uh, uh, people talk. And uh, <laughs> um, you know, I, I guess I can't be too hard on Bill O'Brien, if and to a degree, to an extent, because uh, I had the same doubts about Bill as he did. Probably the same thought. Hey, man, maybe you should consider a position change. Uh, be changing this. And so it's, I guess it can't be uh, too uh, critical of it. Although I wasn't Milrow's offensive coordinator. And you, uh, your criticism of Bill O'Brien is correct. That's the, he was lazy. I mean, he just seemed like he seemed lazy with Bryce. Uh, his play calling seemed lazy. He just didn't have any energy for it, anything, really. Uh, so he was. Uh, he definitely didn't help Milrow out. But, it, I mean, the doubts were there. Maybe, like you said, because of Bill O'Brien not believing in them, not developing them. I'm still not convinced Miro's an NFL quarterback. That still has to come. But he's definitely a college quarterback. You know, he definitely can do it on the college level. Uh, with some improvement, you know, with the uh, intermediate passing and that kind of thing, maybe he can get up to that NFL level. If he does that, I'll put him on, I think he still could go to Lamar Jackson level, even that good, if, if he can uh, develop that. Right now, he doesn't have at least not enough to for NFL. So there's still it's still the jury's still out if he's an NFL quarterback. He has definitely improved to be a, a solid college quarterback. That uh, it, and if he hits the field, he can be Cam Newton good on the college level, or even you know Lamar Jackson good on the college level. But he but he does have to improve to get the, to get to that level. If he does, then I think he can make it. Well, yeah, I mean, the doubts were there. And I can understand, you know, I've heard some of you call it, said, uh, uh, why do we even bring Ty Buckner here? I mean, there was a reason for it, folks. These folks, big favorite at least. Uh, well, maybe listen to Bill O'Brien, I don't know. But, I mean, the uh, Merrill's game wasn't there last year. I mean, that, that's obvious. I would have, if we all had doubts about him last year. So, I still can't criticize Bill O'Brien for that. Uh, but, but, Bill is showing that had we had they put a little more effort in to developing him, creating a system for his style, it could have worked sooner for us rather than later. He could have advanced sooner rather than later. Uh, but I mean, it's, it's, it's still there. It's still developing. I mean, it's still uh, if we clean up some things, we can. I mean, he can excel. He can excel uh, to where Alabama is unbeatable. I mean, that's the thing. He can make this team unbeatable this year's season and next season by just cleaning up a few things. And then the gap is not nearly as large as it was early in the season. If it was Robert, fill in the blank. Year, Robert, fill in the blank real quick. What do you think Ooh. Alabama needs to do offensively to attack the statistically uh, ranked defense? I mean, I look at it number two, number three uh, in the country. We could all say why the numbers are skewed, but what do you think Alabama needs to do? Oh, it, it's it's Melo. It's everything revolves around him. I think, like I said earlier, the team is ready to play good around him. They, every, the offensive line is ready. The running backs are ready. The receivers are ready. All you need for him now is to pull the trigger and take that next and take that next step. He takes that next step. Alabama's unbeatable. He, you know, his decision making when when to run and when to pass. Uh, you know, looking for people opening the flat. When they're there, hit the, we'll get the ball out to them sooner. Like Nick Saban said, be that point guard. Or just, well, he's a little beyond the point guard. You know, he can he can take it to a little bit of love. He, you know, he can be that with a scoring guard. <laughs> he can be a scoring guard like uh, Allen Iverson, you know, the point guard, but he, he really scores a lot. That's the kind of ability he has. He, if he, if he uh, 
takes that next level and gets into that next gear and start making quicker, better decisions, uh, the team can't be beaten by anybody. Uh, it, it, no one can beat this team if he does. So the, so the key is obviously him. What, he, what needs to happen? Uh, just, you know, make quicker, better decisions on his part, and the team's unbeatable. It, it, it's just that simple. The receivers are all, everybody's playing well now. The rest of the team is really picked up the slack, and they're really playing good ball. All I need for him is to just, you know, hey, we're all, get, I'm open, get me that ball one second quick, quicker. Hey, I'm open in the flat, give me that ball one second quicker. Hey, there's a gap there, Miro, take it one second quicker. That's really how close he is. Just one second. If he gets that, if he makes that one second that decision one second sooner, oh, it, it's over. It's a wrap. No one's beat. No one's coming close to beating this thing. So the, it, it, it's him. It all revolves around him. Robert, uh, you sound very confident, man. I appreciate you for being a part of our show, man. I take care of Mobile for me. Hey, buddy. Catch you later. Thank you. Robert and Mobile uh, just finished up with Ron in South Carolina. We'll go back to the phone calls. I know Marty in Arkansas and JR out in Coker. We'll take you guys. But coming up in just a couple of minutes, we'll talk to one of the beat reporters. He's the managing editor for Tide Illustrated Rivals Network of Websites. He just walked in off the practice field. We'll get his observations next. Two minutes away, T-Town, Tide, 100.9, WTBC, your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Alabama Credit Union, feel good about your money. AlabamaCU.com, the mobile app makes banking so much more convenient. All the mobile deposits, many times you don't even have to go into the bank to manage your money, whether we're talking about checking, savings, mortgage, home equity loan, financing a vehicle. And remember, Roll Tide, show your pride with the official credit card of the University of Alabama Alumni Association, AlabamaCU.com. Alabama Credit Union with great branches all over West Alabama and throughout the state of Alabama. Alabama Credit Union. Alabama Crimson Tide lives right here. Down to the if you feel the same way but you know when i see somebody that i'm familiar with it just it makes me feel like i'm at home right tony sicados is somebody's covered the university of alabama for a long length of time and you know when i was first out here i uh, got out here on christmas and i didn't see anybody i recognize so it's it's good to see friendly faces you've been here for a few days so have i tied illustrated rivals network of websites you know we're 2,500 miles away from home, but it's good to see a friendly face. How are you, Tony? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. I'm doing well. It's good to be out here in Los Angeles. This is my first time in Southern California, so it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, it's nice weather too. And yeah. I did not cover the Rose Bowl uh, in 2009. I covered it in 2020. We all did, right in Dallas, but uh, unofficially the Rose Bowl there. Yeah, one of two Rose Bowls that weren't in California. The other one happened after Pearl Harbor, and it was in I think at Duke. So, yeah, kind of a historic Rose Bowl, the last one we covered. But this one, I think I'd prefer the – I don't know. I like I'm, – I'm from Texas. I love Dallas. But uh, I do like being out here. I love the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I'm biased. Uh, and, and I am biased because it's easier to drive. But it's uh, – uh, everything's more expensive out here. Uh, flights are out here. It's a – Did you, you gotta, see the gas prices? It's like 460 no, or something I like haven't that. Been, <laughs> I haven't ridiculous. been just a couple – Four, I think on, I think I saw like four sixty three or something like that for gas. For, yeah, for gas. And, and gas back in Tuscaloosa was two forty when I left yeah. on the Northport side of things. So uh, 
Wow. Okay. Uh, well, I know I I know this. Uh, my Chick Fil A half and half tea is a dollar more for a glass of half and half tea. It's same tea, same cup, dollar more. So, uh, and did you see the taxes on the hotel? Have you seen that yet? I'm letting our publisher uh, Kelly Quinlan. Actually, I'm staying at a different hotel. I'm not staying at the media hotel, but. Um no, it, it, everything's expensive. Yeah, but well, I'm not. I'm not here complaining. Nobody's going to give us like a like a <laughs> uh, you know empathy line. But but uh, our taxes on our hotel was five hundred and seventy five dollars. Jeez. So in other words, the taxes alone equals the rate of two nights here is 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 the way it works out. Yeah, that's ridiculous. More than more than because it was five hundred and seventy. It was two forty four a night is what we're paying for media rates. So that's ridiculous. But uh, you know that's uh, part of it, I guess. It is. It is. It's fun. I mean, and, and hey, we get food. And we get all the good things here. So, uh, Tony, um, you just got back from practice. Uh, you covered media day for Alabama's offense, uh, the Michigan Wolverines defense. Let's go to practice because you're just walking uh, back in. You've already got a story here on Tide Illustrated Rivals Network of websites. What'd you learn? Yeah, so I think some of the most interesting parts of the practice, because they don't let you see a lot, right, are the people that maybe you know, that definitely won't participate in the Rose Bowl. But I, th- I think leading off, um, Damani Jackson, the transfer cornerback, is in the portal right now from USC. Um, Alabama was interested in him at a high school, and they're viewed to be a contender for him now. Uh, he was at practice viewing it, shook hands with Nick Saban. Um, I mean, that's a good sign for Alabama. Interestingly enough, the other school that, you know, they're talking about him, you know, a contender for his commitment is Michigan. So, uh, I don't know if he'll go and visit their practice as well. I mean, he's a California kid, went to Matter Day High School. Um, so we'll see, but uh, that's a position that Alabama desperately needs to fill. They're going to lose Terry and Arnold and, uh, Khalid McKintry to the first round of the draft probably. So, I, you know, I think that adding a five-star cornerback, he's a sophomore this year, so I have two more years of eligibility. If they can, if they can add that, that'd be, uh, Demonte Jackson would be a great guy. I think you'd, you'd start him, uh, across from Trey Amos, who has another year of eligibility, and all of a sudden, you, you have, you know, some stability at the cornerback position where that's going to be the biggest area that they're going to get hit this offseason. So that was big. The other one, uh, Julian Zayan. I mean, we got to see him for the first time wearing a number seven jersey. I don't know if that's going to be his number moving forward, but, you know, he's a tall, lanky kid. Um, obviously, he won't be able to play during the Rose Bowl. I mean, why would he be with Taylor Miller in front of him? But, like, um, you know, he's been able to practice with the team, and so that's kind of neat. Um, as far as like, you know, players that will play, uh, Jace McClellan was back in action. Looks like he's doing all right with his foot and, uh, Elijah Pritchett's there. He's not suspended. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it, it's just your normal kind of practice. Um, but it's good to be back at practice. It is. I mean, like the last time I saw it, cause I missed the one in the spring. I had something I had to go to. So, uh, the last time I was at practice was at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. So. I guess, you know, next time I'll see practice is probably whenever bowl game they are. Well, they, are they win. Or maybe, maybe next in Houston, week. yeah. Yeah, maybe in Houston. So. I think they open up a lot more uh, there. And I know we've got to go back on Saturday. I'll make that when I had a little obligation, had to hang out with the best fans of the country. We're talking right now with Tony Sakalas, managing editor, Tide Illustrated Rivals Network of Websites. He's been covering the University of Alabama for a long length of time, and you can read his content there. Alabama.rivals.com, Alabama.rivals.com, Tide Illustrated, managing editor right now. Um, g- going back to, to Julian saying, you know, he's a little bit bigger than maybe I thought he was. Uh, and, and, and I don't know his, his height and weight, but I ran into him on the street. I was walking, um, down toward the target and he was walking like toward me. 
And and I I just said hello. I said, are you Julian Sayan? Because I had talked with him a couple times on just feature him on the show sure. before you know he he came in and he said, yeah, I am. I said, well, hey, welcome to welcome to California. He said, I'm I'm 80 miles away. Is where yeah, he, said. Say, he should be yeah. saying welcome to California yeah. to you, right? Well, he like was, he's from California. Yeah, <laughs> super super nice guy. And uh, you know, is this something new? Where players can tra- uh, like you can transfer in early in Rolly and you can come to bowl practice. I don't remember. No, this. that's been the case. Yeah, that's that's been the case. I mean, if you remember, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts famously uh, was the scout team quarterback for Deshaun Watson when okay, he came in. But but I thought it was for a long time that they could practice in bowl practice, but I thought they had to stay on campus. Oh yeah, no, I, I think that changed. I don't know if because I know that they were at the Sugar Bowl last year. Okay. Because we had a bunch of them so there. Maybe I think it changed recently. Yeah, I know okay. what you're talking about. Because like John Parker Wilson came in as a mid-year guy many, yeah. many years ago, and he went through bowl practice. But then, then I, th- I thought they were not able to transfer. But, I mean, they've even got a transfer portal guy here, right? Yeah, I actually didn't see LT Overton. I, I mean, it was so hard to see everybody. Sure. But I, you know, there's he has pictures of uh, the team. Um, so, yeah, he could be here. I, I didn't get to see him. Uh, you know, I, I might have saw just that they didn't recognize him from, you know, 50 yards away where they had us looking sure. at practice, but, you know, yeah. Did, did you get more stretching? I mean, because normally we get we got stretching. stretching and then a little bit of, uh, you know, a, a little bit of drills, but, you know, it's sometimes, you know, you the position group you want to watch is right in front of you, but then sometimes it's, like, all the way over there, and there's only a certain amount of access that you can go, and so, um, you know, and look, any, I'm not arguing about being out there for practice, especially with what we normally get, which is nothing. But, um, you know, sometimes it's kind of hard to see. I can't get, like, a huge, you know, detailed practice report in terms of scheming or anything like that because, you know, they're not going to show us that. So I joked, like, uh, you know, it'd be funny if they if they just had us um, watch them do, like, Duck, Duck, Goose or something. Like, you know, that's what they should do just to kind of mess with us. Well, it's just, and, <laughs> and we laugh behind the scenes. We're like, man, did you see that guy stretch? I mean, it was. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, just because sometimes that's what we get. We go out there and it'll be stretching and be like, man, that guy was the best stretcher I've ever seen. And and that's really all we a get lot to of, see. A lot of times it's a it's a roll call event. You know, you just see who's, you know, there was no, other than the quarterbacks, of course, there's nobody in a, a black jersey. Yeah, all of them is in pretty good shape. You know, sometimes you you go into these things and you're kind of looking for an injured player. But, you know, Alabama's, I mean, they have their knocks and bruises, you know, like every team does after 13 games. But I think Alabama's in a pretty good health shape, especially now that uh, Jason McClellan seems like he's ready to go. You wrote an article earlier today. Alabama took extra precautions to guard practice footage against Michigan. Uh, explain for those who may may or may not know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, I, I think it's just like a, a precautionary measure. It's something that I had heard about a few weeks ago, and you know, Alabama had told me that I was crazy. So uh, I just uh, kind of I, I was kind of waiting on it. I, you know, something I'd kind of been aware of. Um, so you tell me you pre-wrote that story? Yeah, Some of I mean, it? I, I, no, I had a lot of that. Uh, you know. Since they've started bowl practice, they've been not been able to take their tablets home with them like they normally would. So normally you could watch your practice footage while you're eating breakfast or, you know, in between workouts or just maybe you can't sleep. So you just want to watch it. Um, they're a little bit, uh, I guess, paranoid about that information getting hacked or leaked or anything to, to Michigan. So now, you know, when they were in Tuscaloosa, they could only watch the the tablets are only in the Melmore facility. Now they can only watch it in a group facility. They can't just be like on their own Wi-Fi watching it, you know. And, you know, 
I think, you know, Jalen Merrow said yeah, I could watch it in Alaska and still be watching the same, you know, tape. But I, I think, you know, I talked to J.C. Latham who said he had kind of had to change the way he was viewing practice because he had to watch it a lot more intently. You know, he was used to, you know, watching 30 minutes here, watching 30 minutes there, you know, and, and now it's like he said, you know, I have to watch it a little bit more intently because I don't know when the next time I'm going to be able to watch it. So I got to take more, you got to be more focused and more intentional when you watch your, your practice film. But I don't, you know, I talked to, um, Tommy Reese about it. He doesn't think it's, you know, impairing them in, in terms of preparation at all. So I, it's just a precaution they're taking. It's going to have a lot of flashy headlines though. I mean, you know, especially with, uh, all the, the stuff that's going on in, in Michigan, uh, with Weiss and, you know, the, the computer hacking earlier in the year and then you have the sign stealing this fall, you know, so uh, it's just another, yeah, I, th- I think with all the drama in, in Michigan, it's just another, uh, little wrinkle or just a precaution in terms of just making sure that they don't provide any kind of, uh, advantage. We're talking right now with Tony Cicado's Tide Illustrated Rivals Network of Websites. Tony, you also wrote about Alabama, uh, former Alabama OC Bill O'Brien. Um, Jalen Milrow kind of threw him under the bus. Yeah, uh, a little, little spicy quote, like, uh, let's see who had the last laugh. I, wanted, I, I forget what I had in the article, but it said something about, like, yeah, let, let's see who has the last laugh. And Jalen Milrow certainly did have the last laugh. Uh, Bill O'Brien, obviously, uh, according to Jalen Milrow, said that, you know, Jalen should switch positions at court and not be a quarterback anymore. Um, you know, and they asked Jalen, how did that make you feel? And he said, you know, how would you feel if somebody said that you sucked? You know what I mean? Like it's, um, but I think Jalen Milrow has, uh, proved Bill O'Brien wrong. And, and actually I didn't put this in the story, but there was a photo that, you know, surfaced in it. Jalen Murrow sent out those link shirts. Mac Wilson, who plays for the Patriots, is wearing one of those. And I just wonder if, uh, I wonder if he probably slipped one to, to Bill O'Brien, you know, as offensive coordinator at the Patriots. I didn't connect that. Yes. That'd be funny if, uh, Bill ended up with a link shirt. What, I, if, what I was if he J- was wearing one? Yeah. If I was Jalen, I'd, I would send Bill O'Brien a link shirt just, just for the, the laugh of it. All right. We had another reporter on earlier and said, you know, and we were talking about this kind of brainstorming. Sometimes coaches challenge players, and and they break you down, but then they lift you up. Any chance we're given? It, it could be. I mean, you know, and, and it, maybe it worked because it sounded like it kind of got under uh, Jalen's skin and provided a little bit of motivation. But, um, I, you know, I don't know. I, you'd have to have you'd have to ask Bill O'Brien that. Um, I'm sure if if I was Bill O'Brien, that's what I would be saying now. I'd be like, yeah, well, it worked. You know, I I I got through to him. That was that was all part of the plan. You know, but who is to say if that was really the the goal when he said that, or if he just really wanted Jalen to switch positions? Tony, when you look at this game, uh, how I I know the easy question is to score more points. What do you think Alabama needs to do to beat Michigan? I think they need to they need to spread them out early and be able to run the ball. So. I think, you know, Isaiah Bond, Kendrick Law especially, getting those guys involved in perimeter plays, short passes to the outside, things that are going to kind of – Michigan's got a very strong front seven, so if you can spread them out. You, you kind of saw Georgia try to do that against Alabama where they were running everything to the edge on those opening drives, trying to soften up the middle. Um, if they can do that against – you know Michigan and they can have some success over the middle of the field. I think that will help and that will ultimately – get the ball rolling to where they can hit some of those big plays but if if Michigan stops them and it's a bunch of second and eight third and eight I think that's gonna really kind of put Alabama in a hole and that makes those those longer passes uh harder and it's harder to get things going so 
Um, I, I've been harping on uh, Kendrick Law being such a big game changer, even though you don't see it in the box score. Just having him on an end around or a pop pass or a screen, even out of the back. Did I hear he was the fastest guy on the team? I don't. I don't know if he's the. Fa- I, I would doubt that. I mean, I think Isaiah Bond or Kobe Prentice. Well, I thought uh, Taron Arnold was on with the next round guys mm-hmm. uh, about two weeks ago, and and he made that statement. He said, you know, Jalen Milrow is the fastest guy on the team. Then he backed up and he said, I think it's actually Kendrick Law wow. is the fastest. And I was taken back. I was like, whoa! I did. I mean, so, he's, he's speedy. And he's the thing about Kendrick Law though is he's kind of he's he's stocky. Oh yeah. Too. So I mean, it's not just a. You know, I mean, you look at like a Isaiah Bond was a was a sprinter, but he's not as you know thick as uh, as um, Kendrick Law, and I think that's part of what makes Kendrick Law so powerful when he gets the ball. He's almost like a little bowling ball, kind of like Rodale Williams, but he's obviously faster, uh, and so you can kind of use him as a speed back at times. I mean, he was a guy that played. Uh, there were some people that thought he was going to be a you know a blue chip defensive player. You know, he's Kendrick Law could have probably made it as like a nickelback. You he know, could've. I mean, so. Um, or, you know, maybe shoot even a small running back. So, I mean, like, he's, he's such a versatile player. I, th- I think it's just the, you talk about how hard it is to prepare for Jalen Miller, but it's also hard to prepare for a guy like Kendrick Law. Absolutely. Tony, uh, tell me about Todd Illustrated, man. It's like an all-you-can-eat buffet there when you look at uh, news around the Alabama Crimson Todd of the Sproles Bowl Yeah, coverage. we're trying to give you wall-to-wall coverage of the Rose Bowl. I think we're doing a pretty good job. We've got stuff on practice on Jalen Miller. Um, on, you know, we'll, we'll have the, the defensive side of the ball, uh, on Alabama. It was, it was defense for Michigan and offense for Alabama today. Next, uh, tomorrow will be flipped. Uh, and then we'll also have coverage from the, the people that we left back at home in Tuscaloosa. We'll have coverage of basketball. And so, you know, we'll try to keep everything. Brandon Howard with the, uh, uh, with the recruiting as well. So it's, it's never going to stop. You know, I mean, shoot, the recruiting, we just talked about Damani Jackson. Maybe that could become a story in the next few, uh, you know, days or we'll see how that unfolds. But, you know, it's going to be busy for Alabama, um, not just from the Roseville. There's a lot of things to follow. It's at Tony underscore Sukalis. Uh, Tony, as always, thanks for your time, man. It's good to see you. Thank you. Yeah, anytime, Ryan. We'll continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC. Your home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Moderately heavy traffic on McFarland. This is between Harrison Parkway and University Mall. And then over in Northport in the construction area. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. 
Ramsey Environmental, serving the sound of my voice with waste removal services, portable toilet services, construction debris removal containers customized to fit your job site. Maybe it's remodeling. Maybe it's the storage containers. We did this about a year ago, moved all of our furniture into a storage container, brought out the construction debris removal containers. They customized to fit your job site. When you talk about when you have to know it's being done right, that's the time to call Rumsey Environmental, 205-248-0002, 205-248-0002. Rumsey Environmental, a one-stop shop serving West Alabama for all of your waste removal needs. I 100.9 Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight. 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 46 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the best sports talk show. Breaking down the crimson tide. The game with Ryan Fowler on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Right back into the game. We're taking phone calls. If you want to jump in, we're doing our score prediction today. And, well, we actually did it Monday. Excuse me. We did it Tuesday and Wednesday. And we're also adding additional day. And simply because we got a little bit jammed up with guests yesterday. We had Sean Alexander on. It was great. And uh, it was a surprise guest. So we're, we're kind of giving back. So if you want to jump in, if you just want to talk, we're, we're asking today, when you look at Alabama's offense, how do you think they need to have success? What do you think they need to do to be able to take down the Michigan Wolverines? We'll take your calls as we approach the 5 o'clock hour right here on the game. T-Town Tide 100.9, 12.30 WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. WTBC Tuscaloosa and W265CG Tuscaloosa, a town square media station. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. From the Fox Sports Studios in Los Angeles. Here's Isaac Lowenkron. Houston Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud has cleared concussion protocol. The Texans at 8 and 7 are the 8th seed in the AFC and will be hosting the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. The Minnesota Vikings will start rookie fifth-round draft pick Jaron Hall at quarterback over Nick Mullins this Sunday night against the Green Bay Packers at Lambeau Field. Hall started a game back in Week 9 against the Falcons before having to leave due to a concussion. Josh Dobbs and Mullins have started since then. The Vikings and Packers both 7-8, and eight, one game out of the final playoff spot in the NFC. And the Cleveland Browns elevated place kicker Riley Patterson and punter Matt Hawk to their active roster for tonight's game against the Jets with kicker Dustin Hopkins and punter Corey Bajorquez expected to be inactive due to injury. The Browns can clinch a playoff spot with a win or a tie. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. 
They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Moderately heavy traffic on McFarland. This is between Harrison Parkway and University Mall. And then over in Northport in the construction area. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. For many, John Wallace CPA, 527 Main Avenue in downtown Northport. Small business and personal income taxes, payrolls, sales tax needs. They can also help you with nonprofit or church accounting or auditing in business since 1999. They work for you, not the IRS. When you take on taxes, you got to have someone on your side. It's Don Wallace CPA, 205-345-5595, 205-345-5595. Don Wattis, CPA, the official accountant of the game. Rolling down a backwoods Tennessee byway all right, we welcome you right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa. Tied at 100.9, 1230 WTBC. Each day at 5 o'clock, we remind you that we are always powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com, 3325. Skyland Boulevard and online at TuscaloosaToyota.com. If you're thinking about a new vehicle for 2024, it'd be a great place to start when you think about uh, the Tundra, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, the Camry, the Corolla. Uh, every new vehicle comes with that pre-owned inventory. And also, when you look ahead, uh, a lot of the, excuse me, every new vehicle comes with that lifetime powertrain warranty. But also, most pre-owned inventory as well. Unlimited miles, unlimited time. The 2024 Camry, 1,000 different APR cash back, 1,000 back on the 2024 RAV4. 2.75 APR for 36 on the Tacoma. 2.9% interest available on the Highlander. $1,000 cash back on the Corolla. It is Tuscaloosa Toyota. TuscaloosaToyota.com. Let's go through the credentials real quick. It is 18 national titles. 30 SEC titles. 147 first-team All-Americans. 77 postseason appearances. And 45 postseason victories, four Heisman winners, the NCAA all-time scoring leader, and the best coaches that ever walked the sidelines. We're talking a little Alabama Crimson Tide football. We're taking your phone calls. Jr. and Coker will be first up. James will be second up. Mitchell will take you. If you want to jump in, you're more than welcome to do that. I would also like to remind you that our coverage this week is presented by Taco Casa. Chicken Salad Chick. We appreciate those guys for being a part. Two locations here in this area to serve you. And then also when we think about uh, Bet You. And I think we're going to talk with those guys just for abbreviated time tomorrow. Bet You. 
when you look at downloading the app, uh, the social network where you can place a bet with your friend, right? No, you know, you don't have to worry about collecting. Hey, I'll bet you $20 Alabama's going to be able to beat Michigan. Well, let's put this in a, in a document here. So Chuck Norwood, Remax of Gulf Shores, DanielMoreArt.com where they've special code word, the game, where you get a 20% off discount. Blue Spring Living Water, uh, Briars Spray Foam, Briars Spray Foam, open cell, closed cell, Briars Spray Foam. Contact those guys when you talk about Briars Spray Foam. Man, they've done a great job for my family, and we are down uh, about 60 to $90 a month. Uh, I know the winter it kind of fluctuates a little bit, but Matthew Briars, Briars Spray Foam, let those guys come out, do a evaluation. Maybe you don't need any insulation. Maybe you're perfectly fine on that, uh, but if you do, Give those guys a call, 205-561-8393, 205-561-8393. It is Briar's Spray Foam there, Blue Spring Living Water. All of our coverage this week made possible. We're live in L.A., and uh, Noah, I will tell you that uh, Radio Row is a lonely place, Noah. It's like tumbleweeds you know flying around out there. Well, I mean, we're the only radio station here. What? Tide 100.9. We're, we're the only radio station here. What? I mean, I'm looking at Radio Row where they set it up, and 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 we're it. We're, we're it. I mean, we're, we're here. We are here. Um, and it's because of our great sponsors and because of YOU that we are that that all that works together. Thank you, thank you for allowing Tide 112. 30 a.m. to be here, 100.9. Tide, 100.9. Let's continue with more phone calls, and we go here to J.R. Coker. J.R., good afternoon. You're in the game. Good afternoon, Ryan, and happy Roll Tide. Roll Tide. I hope you're having a great day, man. Yes, I am. I'm enjoying it. And uh, this happy Roll Tide we got coming up is going to be well-deserved. Yes, it is. I mean, can you believe it's already Thursday? And we're getting ready to, I mean, I feel like I just got here. Uh, I mean, we're getting ready to strap this thing up. Yeah, sure is. It's really, um, it's happened so fast. I mean, here we are, you know, before the season even started, we were saying, you know, before you know it, when the season starts, it's going to be a snap of the finger we'll be talking about today. But, uh, yeah, well, even, and then we'll know, start, uh, yeah, we'll start, uh, <laughs> You know, after the, the conclusion of the season, we'll start counting down to Alabama's Another first game countdown. next year. That's exactly Brought to you by Alabama did. Credit Union. Yeah. I asked uh, Gary Harris earlier, and uh, I'm going to ask you, if there was a okay. team you had to pick, which one of the top in the 14 playoff is over, the most overrated? All right, so you're asking me, out of all the four teams that are in the college football playoffs, which one is most overrated? Yes. Oh, it's simple. It's Alabama. No, you're kind of – well, you're, 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 uh, you're doing reverse rat poison is what you're doing. This team doesn't have you're a chance. Right. I mean, I, I mean, J.R., they, they don't have a chance, man. Oh, I mean, man. I hate they, even hearing come you out say here. that, but I know, I understand where you're coming from, but I hate hearing you say that. Because I know, but I mean, they they just don't have a chance. I mean, I, I know that we want this team to win, but Alabama's overrated, man. 
Uh, okay. So I'm the exact opposite. I think. See, Noah, Noah even agrees with me. Michigan is the most overrated. I can say that, but you, you be in the media. I understand. You guys, you guys say that. All right, but now, but now, hold on, hold on. Let me let me go back because I want to add this to this. Okay, let's go back and let's add this mm-hmm. to this. Okay, when when we look at this Alabama, excuse me, when we look at the Michigan Wolverines, it's they're there by default. You got to put somebody at number one. Fair. Yeah. True. And I think that's where you're seeing these guys here. That's why they're here. Yeah, that's why they're there. So, I mean, somebody's got to be there. And so, but if you look at Michigan, you start crunching some of the numbers. They're not, it's, it it, it just doesn't seem. Their numbers are crunched against lesser teams. Well, well, and see, that's the issue. It is in data forms like right now. Okay, they're giving up. They're giving up two hundred and thirty-nine yards per game. Okay, now some of that's mm-hmm. because they run the football and they keep the opposing offenses off the field. Fair enough. All right, but I want to. I want to just take a take a stat here. Okay. Um, yeah. Let me see how I can twist this around. Okay, mm-hmm. when you look at them, let, let's go. Let's go total offense in the Big Ten. Okay, um, mm-hmm. and you're you're asking me to do some math here, so I'm gonna try. <laughs> okay, give it your best. Well, I mean, it, it's it's not healthy to do math. You know that? Not for you, baby, but I love math. Okay, so just just give me a second. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something. I'm gonna. I'm going to try to crunch something here, okay? All right. So I'm going to give you an example, okay? Let's mm-hmm. take total offense in the SEC, okay? Let's go total offense in the SEC. Yards per game. Now, we're not talking about against Michigan. We're, we're just we're, we're talking about in the SEC versus everybody. Average. They're average. Average yards so, per so game against with everybody all year long. LSU leads the SEC with 547 yards per game, Okay. Georgia has 482. Ole Miss has 455. Tennessee has 453. The Missouri Tigers have 442. Florida has 409. Texas A&M has uh, 406.9. And Alabama, a little bit over 400 yards, 401 yards there. Then you get into your lower-tier teams, right? South Carolina, 363. Auburn, 355. Auburn, 355. Look at that offense, 355 yards. Okay, I'm going to stop at Auburn. For their, I'm going to stop there for okay, a reason. Yeah, Auburn's ranked 10th in the SEC. Now let's go to the offense in the Big, the big Ten, okay? The leader in the Big Ten averages 425 yards. If you looked at that from an SEC perspective... They would be seventh in the league. Look. Yes. Maryland, 393. They only have one team, and it's Ohio State that averages over 400 yards per game. Maryland, 393. I mean, you look at Maryland, where they would stack up 393, that would be ninth in the league in the SEC. If If you took their metrics and you put them in the SEC metrics, they would be ninth in the league. So do you understand why that when we talk about total defense, it's skewed because of the offensive production? 
I hope that made sense. No, it, did it make any it sense? Did. I'm, okay. You work very hard you, you, with that. I'm going to <laughs> you. I understand what you're saying. So when when you begin to look at the numbers, the numbers, they don't lie. They They tell stories. And that story is that Michigan is no doubt a quality defense, but their defensive numbers are skewed. Mm-hmm. Because they've been playing against such uh, inferior talent, inferior teams. They had the two. They had two real seriously good games this year, in Penn State and Ohio State. Mm, you could tell me maybe one or two more that might measure up to some of uh, some degree, but I don't even think Wisconsin was much of a team this year, were they? No. Okay. Uh, and 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 other teams? Can you can you name another team that measured up to uh, even Ohio State or Penn State measured? You know, well, I asked them. I asked the Michigan players who they can compare Alabama to, and. Uh, they did it. They did say Ohio State in some ways, but then they also used Maryland. And, and I, I want to say, I wanted to stop and go, "Hey, timeout, timeout." You, you <laughs> do know too. Maryland is seven and five, don't you? Um, I, I didn't know if he knew that, but he he said Maryland, and he said, uh, you know, that Tonga Valoa is comparable to Jalen Milrow. And I went. I made a note. Um, Maybe I'll try to catch that uh, player after the game and see what he thinks then. Yeah. Well, actually, I, I do think that, uh, especially if, if Milrow comes back next year, he may prove to be better than, than uh, you know, he may be a Heisman himself. Well, now, also keep in mind, I mean, you know, as much as we want to talk about Maryland, I mean, they were, they're were 7-5. and five. They'll play Auburn. Uh, Natalia will not be a part of that. But now let me also take this. You look back, Michigan just barely beat them. They beat them 31 to 24. So, yeah. Hey, you know, that's what I'm saying. I, mean, I really don't think, I look at the whole scheme of things. Lord, the, the more year. I talk to you, JR, maybe I'm going to Vegas tonight. That <laughs> wouldn't be a bad idea. That's not too far out of the way from where you are. You can skip over there tonight to, and be, to go be back, back to answer your question officially on record. Alabama's the most overrated team. That uh, mm-hmm. is is. I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, I, yeah, if I don't okay. say that, I, I'll be in the doghouse. So yes, Alabama's the most overrated. Uh, Jr., give me a score, man. I got to run. All right, I like that. All right, I want to say thirty-four to seventeen, Bama. 34-17, total rushing yards for the Wolverines. The undefeated number one ranked football team. And they the depend on their running attack pretty much they more do. than they do their passing attack. So I'm going to give them 199. 199. 34-17, J.R. Coker, I appreciate you, man. Have a great day. All right. Enjoy yourself over there, buddy. Happy. Right. Bye back to you. Let's go to James. James, good afternoon. You're in the game. Hey, Ryan. Uh, I, I'm a little worried. Your, your previous caller said he loved math. Oh, man. Uh, that kind of gave me the, the heebie-jeebies right there. But you know, Wait, oh, Let me ask you this. Did, did I do a decent job of explaining that? I, I, I tried. It was just on the fly when he asked me that question. And 
Uh, I hope all yeah, that I made sense. I think a, a, a better way of putting it more simply is Michigan's offense faced, and this is, you know, uh, Ryan, I always like to, uh, when I'm in a discussion about anything, whether it be sports, I try to stay away from politics, but anything, I'm a big facts guy. Like, show me some data. Show me some facts. I don't want to hear about opinion, you know, if, if, if anyway, if somebody's trying to state something definitively, that is. If somebody comes out and tries to make a definitive statement, I say, well, show me the numbers, show me the data. Well, the data shows that most of the offenses Michigan faced were not some of the, not just some of the worst in the Big Ten, but in the country. So th- that's a more simple way of putting it. But, uh, but I want to, I want to do something that might make some people pretty silly here. I'm going to rip into Bill O'Brien. Bill, I've been more than patient with you up until today. I was patient with you during all the line of scrimmage screen passes and the odd play calling and the mismanagement of the clock. But you know what? I'm a little irritated. Uh, and I've got friends and family in Boston, and they were so excited when Bill O'Brien came back to the Patriots. Hey, he's throwing the Patriots in the ground, too. He ruined two more quarterbacks up there. And he took the best quarterback he's ever had and put training wheels on it. He slowed him down. If not regressed, and I know people won't agree with that, but I think Bryce slightly regressed that year um, with with Bill O'Brien. And, and that's, you know, again, that's going to make some people sit up and go, whoa, wait a minute. But, you know, I think he definitely held it back. And like I said, I was his biggest defender until today. And like you said earlier, maybe he was trying to light a fire into Jalen. I doubt it. I think the guy's kind of a clown. Um, to be honest, but I had to get that off my chest. No, I'm glad you did. And, and listen, for, for somebody that's just now tuning in, they said, hold on a minute. Is this a replay from last year? No. Jalen Milrow revealed that Bill O'Brien told him that he didn't think that he was being, he was a quarterback and that actually said that he needed to change positions. And so now we understand why he probably didn't pour a lot into the development side of Jalen Milrow. And we'll play the audio in the next segment for just a couple of minutes. I mean, it's not it's not a long, lengthy audio, but it's very revealing that Bill O'Brien uh, he, he didn't do his job, and it, it's a confirmation well, of something I've said. I've said lazy a bunch, and I mean, I don't know about uh, I don't know about lazy, Ryan. These NFL coaches they want to to coach the game day stuff. You know what I mean? A lot of them, some of them do develop players. But a lot of them want to watch the film and coach the game. And they, they sort of, you know, mistakenly, which I think is a, a, a mistake, they kind of leave it up to the player. Hey, you got to get better. You know, I, I can only coach you so much. You know, at this level, you're expected to be here. You're expected to be at this bar and at this, this certain place in your career. And if you're not, well, that's on you because I'm coaching you know, I'm an offensive coordinator. I'm coaching 20 other players, 15 other players. Um, I'm not saying that's right. I'm not saying it's true in all cases. But I do think some of these NFL guys are more film guru, game day type of guys. And I think that's what Bill O'Brien is. I don't think he's a developer. I don't think he is. And I know people give him credit. Well, he developed, he helped develop Tom Brady. He got in Tom Brady's face. He pushed Tom Brady. He was the only guy that had guts to stand up to Tom Brady. Whatever. You literally have truly ruined two more quarterbacks and Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. 
So, you know, I don't know that lazy is the word. I've said from the beginning, I don't think he ever truly, 100% to use one of Dabo Sweeney's terms, I don't think he was ever all in in Alabama. Only Nick Saban knows that. Um, but anyway, Ryan, let me let me just switch gears a little bit here. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned, and I wanted to gauge your feel. Uh, I just heard you talking about Michigan, you know, earlier in the, in the last segment. I'm a little concerned, Ryan. I think this is a very good football team we're playing. I think it's a really good team. I don't think their defense, I agree with what you're saying and some of the others. I think the numbers are a little skewed because of the offenses, they, offenses they've gone up against. But this is a good front seven on both. You know, they're good up front on both sides. They have a really good older, mature running back who can really gash you. They've got a very mature, very calm, uh, very consistent quarterback. Um, I'm a little nervous. Now, having said that, uh, I wanted to gauge your thoughts because, you know, you, you said some of the Michigan players compared us to Maryland today. Um, I'm hearing a little bit of maybe I'm reading between the lines that maybe Michigan's a little bit overconfident. Are you feeling that at all? A little bit, but I also saw some fear, too. You know, Deontay Wilder told us that, uh, now, I know Deontay didn't have success, but regardless of this last fight, I mean, he was a heavyweight champion. He defended his title ten times, which goes up there with Muhammad Ali and, and many of the other, uh, you know, heavyweight greats. He told me, he said, you can always see fear in someone's eyes. And, and I don't know if he if he saw any in, you know, Joshua, uh, but, but at the, uh, Joshua Parker. And... But today, I, I could see some fear. I, I saw some fear. Uh, and it kind of reminds me, I used to take human anatomy classes at Alabama. Uh, that was my undergrad. And when I would go in for an exam and I didn't study, it's kind of the, the same look I had. Now, they've still got some, they, they guys still got some cramming sessions, right? But I think they understand that this task ahead, where, this ain't Maryland. St. Penn State, the University of Alabama. Well, and, I, and I think, Ryan, too, I think there, if, whether it's fear or – and a lot of players and coaches will say this, and th- this makes a huge difference. I think most anybody would say there is a thought process of we hope to win versus we know we're going to go out there and win the game. And that's what Alabama does. Alabama goes out there. We're going to win. You know, when we were in Atlanta a few weeks ago, we knew we were going to win that game. And a lot of teams walk out, well, we hope we're going to win. We, we're hoping for the best. We think we're going to play well. We think we can do this. We think we can do that. And, and you know, like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the mouth. And uh, or I think Mike Tyson said that. Somebody said that. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I think what you might be seeing might be fear, but it also might be, well, we're hoping to play well. We think we can run the football. We think we can stop them, but we're not sure. That might be, you know, what you're seeing, but you're the only one. You saw it. But I'm, I'm a little nervous. I always get nervous before big games. Maybe that's just the typical big game nerves kicking in, but uh, I think this is a really good football team. Now, are they... Are they on the caliber of Alabama or, or you know, whoever in the SEC? We don't know, and we're going to find out. But, but I'm a little nervous. Um, 
I, I think some of our fans are a little bit overconfident. I think it's going to be a very close game. I think that uh, I think this is a good team we're playing. This is this is going to be a big yep. test. I've got to get to break, uh, James, but I know you want to get in on the score prediction uh, contest when you think about it. Uh, James, tell me again where you're calling us from because I, I recognize the voice you call often, but are you Atlanta? Uh, no, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay, uh, okay. So so I'm going to give you my score prediction. I'm going to go Alabama 34, Michigan 20. Now, hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. You told me one minute ago that you you were you were a little worried. That doesn't sound worried to me. Well, I I am a little worried, but I I'd never I've never backed off thinking we're going to win the game. And again, okay, okay, maybe it's just maybe it's just you. the big game jitters kicking in. Let me let me go let me go thirty twenty four. How about that? No, 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 no. I don't want to talk you out of it because if if you hit thirty four twenty and then it happens, you're gonna you're gonna kill me, and I don't want that to happen. So. I'm going to go 3420. That's what you originally said. I'm not going to talk you out of it. I just said, I'm just saying, if you doubted Alabama, that score would be a little tighter. But, uh, let's, let's go, let's take it with 3420 and let's go Michigan yards. Rushing well, yards. Let, let me, well, let me know, get in the yards. One, one more quick question because I know you got to run. Are you at all nervous about this? Do you have any jitters or are you super confident about winning this game? I am. Okay. I am well, so I'll much that right. I'm not. I- I'm not coming back home. Uh oh. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, but I mean, I can always I say I'm you... going to vacation or something. But anyway, give, give me the rushing yards. Give me the rushing yards for Michigan. See, so, uh, that's hard, Ryan. I, I think that they've got a. Like I said, they've got a good back and they've got a good O line. I, I do think they're going to run the football. I do think they're going to move the football. I, I think. Well, they, they average one sixty one a game. Yeah, I'm seeing a game gotta, where we maybe make some, we make some red zone stops and stop them there. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say they're gonna hit their average for 150. Okay, got it, James. Thank you again, Greensboro, North Carolina. We appreciate you calling in. Thank you again, James. We'll continue with more of the game. T Town Tide 100.9, 12:30, WTBC. Your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Now, this hour is West Alabama real-time news update from the Tuscaloosa Thread Newsroom. A new year, a new road work ahead in Tuscaloosa. Now, Dodge will close 100 feet of Oscar Baxter Drive on Tuesday, and it will remain closed until January 26th in preparation for construction of a new flyway bridge on Highway 69. Brandon Powell has been charged with capital murder in the Christmas Day shooting death of 21-year-old Jalen Carter in Utah and Green County. And TPB officers spent the better part of last evening searching for items discarded by a driver during a high-speed chase. He ended up crashing into a light pole. Get 24-7 local news coverage and sports updates when you download the free Tuscaloosa Thread app and sign up for twice-daily email newsletters. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110. 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. 
Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Moderately heavy traffic on McFarland. This is between Harrison Parkway and University Mall. And then over in Northport in the construction area. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Now House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Eat Southern, be Southern. All the biscuit sandwiches, the great Southern cuisine like the bacon wrap, meatloaf, the fish and taters. All the great sandwiches like the Yardbird, the great salads, the daily lunch and dinner specials Monday through Saturday at Southern Owl House. We've also opened up an additional part of Southern Owl House and expanded with our catering needs there to fulfill what you're looking for. 205-248-7500. Ask for Taylor. 205-248-7500. Catering from a small party to a large corporate event. Southern Owl House, 1530 McFarland Boulevard. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Clouds will be increasing from the northwest this afternoon. It's colder. Daytime highs topping out around 48. A few light rain showers will show up by late afternoon. They'll continue into the overnight and mix with some snow showers at times through tomorrow. 31 the overnight low tonight. 47 the daytime high on Friday. I'm meteorologist Bill Murray on Tide 100.9. It's 44 degrees in Tuscaloosa. The best breakdown of Alabama football in the state. The game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. a couple of minutes here, the final 20 minutes, and, and we're going to uh, have a special guest here that's going to join us coming up in a couple of minutes, but uh, I want to take Mitchell. I uh, got pushed up against that break right there, so I'm going to come back. Mitchell, I'm going to take you on the other side. I don't think we got a score from you. I know we didn't. No, I didn't. No, we did not. But now we do have a couple of lines available if you want to jump in. We're asking the question today, and we're going to ask a, an expert coming up here in a couple of minutes, in the final couple of minutes. Um, when you think about uh this Alabama football team, offensively, how do they tack this defense that's ranked number two in, in college football? We'll do that coming up next right here. I do want to remind you it is Remax of Gulf Shores, Remax of Gulf Shores, Chuck Norwood, and that amazing team. When you look at uh, DanielMoreArt.com, Good Works Fabrication, Briar Spray Foam, Spray Foam Insulation, it is Taco Casa, it's Chicken Salad Chick, it's Bet You. Greatly appreciate them for being a part of our show. And uh, also remind you, it is the pharmacy at Midtown. T.J. Thomas, he's the Nick Saban of Pharmacist, 205-752-0627, 205-752-0627. It is located there at Midtown Village, the pharmacy at Midtown. We've got to make better decisions in 2024. We continue with more of the game next. Tide 100.9, the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. Sonia is taking a bit of a break between Christmas and New Year's at Freedom CBD. She's closed today through Thursday. 
They'll open Friday afternoon from 2.30 to 6.30 so you can restock and resupply. In the meantime, you can go online to freedomcbdandwellness.com. You can place an order and her team of elves will package and ship to you with breathtaking efficiency. But do remember, she'll be open Friday from 2.30 to 6.30. Freedom CBD and Wellness, 1110 15th Street next to Ion Apartments. Here's your West Alabama traffic from the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center. No active wrecks. Moderately heavy traffic on McFarland. This is between Harrison Parkway and University Mall. And then over in Northport in the construction area. Everything else looks pretty good. If you see conditions, of course, give me a call. 205-886-8886. The year-end countdown is getting down to the final days at Townsend Nissan with savings up to $10,000. Don't miss them. I'm Captain Ray. Nukes Eatery right there on University Boulevard, 205 University Boulevard. Call ahead orders, 205-758-2455. We always like to say close enough that you can smell the championships. It used to be the fringe of the campus of the University of Alabama. Now the campus has built around them. When you're talking about a great sandwich like the Nukes Q sandwich or maybe a great salad, that macaroni and cheese is outstanding. The bowl of soup, a cup of soup, as we uh, lower temps here in West Alabama, you can parlay those and you can Pick a pair. Maybe it's a California-style pizza. Maybe it's the great chicken salad, the pimento cheese. Catering from a small office party to a larger corporate event. Nukes Eatery, 205 University Boulevard. Close enough that you can smell the championships. Go see Joel Bromfield and all the friendly folks at Nukes on University Boulevard. Never miss a moment of the action. Download the free Tide 100.9 app today. Right back into the game here in Tuscaloosa Tide 100.9-1230 WTBC, your home for Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. And uh, we're going to take phone calls here. we got a little bit of phone calls, but also going to work in uh, someone that's very special to our show. Let me take Mitchell, and then I'll get into uh, Ron in Maryland and also Ellis in Manchester, Tennessee. Mitchell, how are you, man? Welcome into the game in Tuscaloosa. Ron, I'm doing pretty good. Uh, what's that temperature out there in California right now, man? Oh, it's 90 degrees. Yeah. You know, it's uh, <clears throat> it's 45 here, and I don't know if you heard on the uh, in-between the, the weather or whatever, we're, we're expecting uh, going down to 31 tonight, and we're expecting snow showers tomorrow morning, but it's not going to stick or whatever, but we are going to have snow showers. So how does that make you feel? Well, I mean, I'm I'm kind of regretting I didn't bring my shorts here to sunny California. I mean, it's currently yeah. sunny, but the 90-degree part was lying. I'm lying to you, okay? It's not really right. 90 degrees. It's 64, but yeah. uh, tonight wow. we're going to get down to 50. But I will say this. Oh, I don't man. think we're going to get out of the 70s if that makes you feel any better. We're not getting out of the 70s. So we're – Right. Uh, or – um, no, actually, we're going colder. Uh, they've, re- they've readjusted some of the forecasts. 63 is wow. the high tomorrow, 60 on Saturday, and 59 Sunday. Game time is 50 uh, degrees uh, there. So, uh, 50, the, excuse uh, me, 59. Any any rain in the forecast for Monday? I don't see any. They've got a big percent on Saturday, 73%, and right. then Monday, 9%. So, Okay, good. 
Well, I, I know you got a, a former player coming up and uh, a few more callers, but uh, we, we survived our, our dog barker weekend on, on Sunday and Monday and actually uh, yesterday. So everything was good with that, and we didn't bring up football according to, you know, to meet their request. So I, I heard, I heard well, you I tell my sister I'm, I'm this. I'm disappointed on you, Mitchell. I heard you tell my sister that, that you wanted me to be the instigator and stir the pot, but I bit my tongue. The only thing that came up yeah, real Christmas quick, we were with talking, Georgia fans. Yeah, we we were we were watching the, the NFL on Sunday, and there was a a, a, a lesser lesser uh, team playing. I think it was the Chiefs and the Raiders or whatever. But anyway, the Raiders won, and I made the comment. I said, "Yeah, it looks like the National Fix League is on in the NFL today," and. My ne- my niece says, uh, "Oh, is that just happening in the NFL, or is that happening in college too, or other parts of football?" And I said, and then her husband said, "Now, now we're not we're 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 not going to talk uh, football, we're not going to talk college football." And I said, "Well, yeah, sometimes they they miss calls in in college football too, and just left it at that." So. She was referring to the catch in the in the SC championship game that wasn't. A, you got a little stinger in there, Mitchell. For, huh? You got a little stinger in there. Yeah, yeah. I said, yeah. That, you know, yeah. Sometimes they miss calls in college. But anyway, all right, Ron. Let's go. Uh, Give me a score. Good guys. Twenty-eight. Okay. The coach khaki pants and his amazing blue Wolverine. Twenty. Okay, and then tiebreaker is total rushing yards for UM. Let's go one forty-one. 141. I got it, man. Thanks, Mitchell. Memo to the Coach Khaki Pants and the Amazing Blue. Look out, California. The tide is about to roll in, and you're next. Roll tide, Ryan. Right back to you. Tell you what we'll do. We're going to break here, and we're going to come back. In the last segment, I'm going to welcome in someone that was part of our team just a couple of years ago. Now he's working with the NFL Network. We're going to welcome in somebody that can help us understand football from an unbiased perspective. But, you know, we've kind of adopted him. We'll do that next. T-Town, Tide 100.9, 1230, WTBC, your home of Alabama, Crimson Tide Sports. If- the best sports talk show in all of Alabama. The Game with Ryan Fowler. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. While we're living in, let me tell you. All right, I do remind you about DCH Health System, Orthopedic Surgical, whether it's women's services, uh, surgical services, emergency services, DCHHealthSystem.com. You know, it's always fun to see guys have success. And Kendall Holloway, uh, Hollowell was a guy that uh, worked with us in Tuscaloosa, came and worked with us for a year. He played football at the collegiate level. And uh, Kendall, it's uh, you made your way back to L.A., which is where you're from here in California. And... Uh, You've come down to see us, and now you're working at the NFL Network, man. It's good to see you. I hope all is well. No, things are great, Ryan. It's been a it's been a while since I've seen you face to face. It's been a couple of years now, but you know we chat every once in a while, talk some Alabama football. I know you uh, air out some of your concerns, your grievances about what's going on with the team, but we always have some uh, entry conversations, and it's so good to see you again, man. It's Absolutely, been a while. it's good to see you too, man. I'm excited. And first thing when when I said uh, I, I connected with you and Tab, Tab is a guy mm-hmm. that uh, wanted to connect with, and uh, Tab was a guy that I think. 
think work with you a little bit. I think didn't tab with it. I don't think so. Okay, no, okay. Yeah. Uh, another producer that's now working at ABC Sports out here. So I'm okay. trying to catch up with him uh, a little bit. But um, all right, so here we go. Uh, let's let's get some analysis. Uh, mm-hmm. When you look back at Alabama, what do you think? What do you think about this season so far? What a roller coaster. Right. Okay. Great, yeah. From, great, great explanation. From uh, the the first game, Milro was taken off, and then downhill from the Texas game and the UC, uh, the the South Florida game. I know you had very concerns. I think the rest of the country had concerns about well, who's even going to play quarterback? I know most of us thought it should have been Milrow still, even when they made the switch to to Buckner and, and Simpson. Um, but Milrow was the right choice, and you know, in many ways, this team is kind of shaped the way that I thought they would a couple years ago or even last year as far as defensively where they can rush the passer they're good on the second level with guys like Deontay Lawson and, and Campbell and the secondary now you know how much I love talking about my you defensive the position at the college level yeah, yeah I mean they got two first rounders at corner they got Arnold and, and McKenzie that's as good as they come and obviously Amos has been incredible for them and um in a lot of ways, it's a, it's an it's an old school team, right? It's that it's a 2016 team. They can play defense. They can run the ball. Um, don't sleep on them because they'll take the top of you on defense. And they're a lot of fun to watch. They are. I'm very excited about this one. All right, give me your thoughts on Alabama, Michigan. We've got only like two minutes left. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about Alabama, Michigan? You know, I'm taking the tide, and that's not just because I'm on a tide 100.9 right now. But uh, I have my concerns when it comes to Michigan, as far as um, not necessarily battle tested this year, um, other than the Ohio State game, and even that was a, a home environment for them. And uh, McCarthy was injured after that Penn State game; he necessarily wasn't the same. And obviously, not having Zach Zinter, uh, the leader and the captain on that offensive line, is a big loss for them. Uh, just the way that Alabama is rolling right now, this is a completely different team than what we all saw in September what they saw in October. Um, you have to kind of necessarily, this is right, everybody knows, it's the tale of two seasons. you got to throw off the one that happened in the first half and really see what this team happened uh, later on as the season went on. I think with the Georgia game and um, the LSU game and all these ones down the stretch, we saw the real Alabama, and this is a team that is primed to win another national championship, in my opinion. I'm going straight to Houston. Am I making a mistake? Absolutely not. No, you already have, you already bought your ticket? I have. I'm flying from here to there. <laughs> so obviously worst case scenario, we want to bring it up, but, uh. I'm going to go see NASA or something in Houston. It'll be like a vacation or something. I don't know, but, uh. So if your tide aren't there, are you, uh, enjoying an extra vacation or what's I, the plan? Well, that's what I, I guess I'm going to use that as excuse, but I guess. Uh, I, I can always yeah. cancel because I'm Southwest, so I'll always make it move. Hey, uh, I've only got like 30 seconds. Kendall, it's good mm-hmm. to see you, man. Thank you. Yeah. Again, I wish we could spend more time. I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I'll take as much as I can have. No, I, no, I appreciate it. Even if it's five minutes, 15 minutes, five hours, it's always good to see you, Ron. It, just it be is, back. It's good to see you as well. Hey, Ron, give me a score real quick, real quick, like 10 seconds. Give me a score, Ron. Ron in Maryland. All right, he's gone. He's gone. Okay, no problem. Hey, listen, I want to remind you that we call this program the game. The only way that you can win a big game, the game of life, is to walk daily with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Good night, TT. I'll see you tomorrow right here live in L.A. Thank you for listening to The Game with Ryan Fowler. Powered by Tuscaloosa Toyota. On your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9. And streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.